I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Just when I thought I could hit another one, so up jumps Simi with the pumps and a bump. All stinking sickity girls getting on my good nerves, looking like ice cream ready to be served. Wreck it. Check it. Can I get in it? If you want to kick it with a G, baby, here's me. Because I come equipped. I'm a pimp. A slippity slip. I suppose you take a trip. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tales podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. <laughs> uh, and we are joined by, um, at this point, no, not, no strangers to the show. You guys That's should more. be familiar with them. Uh, the, the chat room is coming right at us. Uh, <laughs> they know who we are. As I like to call them, the two and a possible guys on. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it's my man, Randolph Terrence. What's going on, Randolph? Everybody. Hope everybody's feeling good. Uh, all looking lovely tonight. Thank you, man. Appreciate you for, uh, coming on. Out. Make sure you guys, <laughs> make sure you guys, um, uh, cop the album too, man. Blue Magic is, Thank you. Uh, still really in, funny. still in the rotation, dog. Thank you. Um, you know, it, uh, it's, you. it's really good, dog. Everybody should. Receptionist at my dentist's office made sure to tell me that she thought I was very funny. She's a 60-year-old black lady. That's about my target audience now. <laughs> <laughs> made it a point to tell me that she thought I was very funny when I was getting my teeth cleaned the other day. <laughs> you tell, like, Comedy Central, like, I'm big with older African-Americans. Yeah, now. <laughs> yes. I tried to, try to tell NBC that at that last Comic Standing audition. I tried to tell them, look, do you want the old black lady? Lady vote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the they come out in droves. The you know, receptionists control the music at the office. <laughs> yeah. What kind of does the demographic that you want call the little kids on blackish babies? Because <laughs> if that is what you're looking to sell to, holler at your boy. Um, but yeah, uh, and of course, uh, we also have my man Andy Klein, uh, also the Three Guys On uh, podcast. What's going on, Andy? Uh, uh, it's good. It's good to be here right on time. Yeah, I'm glad we got to start right on time. You know, that's the beauty of uh, <laughs> that's the beauty of people that listen to this later in audio format. It's still on yeah. time for them. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> yeah, when you deal with, with black people, you got to budget out, and I'm including you, Andy. <laughs> you tell them seven. You got to budget in thirty minutes everywhere. Just just budget in thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, man, I'm glad y'all both could join us, man. Um, I know since the last time we talked. Uh, y'all did the last comic standing like uh, audition things, man. Um, nothing. Oh no! Oh, so those don't. Okay, all right. Um, so I mean, I guess uh, that means it didn't go too well, or the shows were great. Oh, okay, okay, but it, is it one of those things where it doesn't matter how well you did? Nope. Oh. Well, I think I think you need to do well, but they're looking for something beyond that, some mm-hmm. kind of uh, marketable thing. You know, okay. and you don't know what they're looking for, so they might like you. Might do great and not get picked. You might do just okay and get picked, mm. and there's no rhyme or reason to it. So you know, you show up, you do your set, and you like you cross your fingers for about 24 hours, and then you don't get a call. Oh yeah. so, wow! So did you yeah. know? Do you know that you try like, not to mind fuck yourself? That's the big thing. Mm. Do you, now they tell you like a deadline of if you don't get a call by this time, don't worry about no. it. No, what no. you're basing it on is everybody else popping up on Facebook saying, <laughs> I got a call back. <laughs> I'm blessed. That's what you're, that's what you're, yeah, a lot of hashtag blessed. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag highly favored. Yeah. Yes, that's now, what you're basing yours on. You're how, like, well, I didn't get a call yet, so. 
how many people were on twitter saying they killed it and crushed it during that period of time everybody <laughs> everybody highly favored in the words of my wife yahweh's love my wife gave me that hashtag you say yahweh's love i'm like you're right <laughs> well that's i mean well you know obviously uh i was hoping that uh at least somebody that i knew from the podcast world would make it just so i could uh be like oh yeah we know that person you know hey i mean it's early now somebody you know might have advanced to the next round you never know you never know Not everybody i'm sure somebody that. that we know mm-hmm. advanced into the next round okay. we just you know a girl i knew from austin lives out in minnesota she advanced here's wow. here's here's her story she's she now she's funny mm-hmm. okay she's radio dj she's a black woman married to a white man with an autistic son Damn! Wow. Oh, <laughs> you can't beat that. By the way, isn't it isn't it funny though? Like the more fucked up stuff that you get in life, the more envious it's like. God damn! Why couldn't my kid? Oh, why couldn't you have Down syndrome or something? God damn! You like you just a normal ass yeah. kid looking at your healthy and, babies and shit. And she's funny. That's the yeah. thing. And she's funny. Well, we know so. a guy. We know a guy who auditioned a few years ago. He had a bit in his act where he sort of jokingly called his son autistic, but he wasn't autistic, but he mm-hmm. made a joke that his son was autistic. And he did really well. And then after the audition, the judges were like, is your son really autistic? And he was like, <laughs> no, no, actually he's not. They're like, oh. Check him off. Just mark him off. God damn it. We were so close. Yeah, it's, it's funny. You're just sitting there talking to your normal, healthy child, being like, why couldn't you have, like, ADHD or some shit? Like, uh, you know, or, or Andy, come home to your to your woman. Like, why couldn't you be in, like, a wheelchair, like a horrific accident? <laughs> just something, something out here to help Somebody, me on these streets. Somebody in this house going to have to get something in two days. <laughs> right. We got to get sick. We got to get Ebola. Y'all get the flu. Get the cracking something up in here. <laughs> in this house needs something not me because i gotta i gotta talk about it but the rest of you <laughs> i gotta tell the story <laughs> you gotta be the one that overcomes it yeah yeah, yeah. i'm um, staying in this situation yeah because I- i'm a good person <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you should vote for me america because <laughs> i'm a good person yeah they gotta sell that story that's all it is it's i had a hard life or i have a hard life that's how mm. that fan got over. It was that fan and a house full of real comedians. And mm. they tore him a new asshole, which we're wont to do. And and look where and well he yeah, he won. Where's that fan now? Exactly. Bless his face. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no one says shit. Exactly. Because he didn't have the goods. Now, like, when y'all go in, what's the experience like? Is it just a line of comics all coming in, or do they have you, like, a scheduled yes. time? Oh, really? We had two a show. Two showcase shows. Yeah, we had a show of, like, film. 15 comics. And wow. everyone does three and a half minutes, and it's just, like, you know, one after another after another. And there was a person there from Last Comic Standing. They had a camera to film it, I guess, in case they wanted to watch it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they used to do that thing where people would line up, and like literally sleep on the sidewalk overnight. Yeah. But they they stopped doing that because that was just for show. Like they right. had those people sleeping on the sidewalk just so they get that establishing shot. You know that camera going down the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. But then all the real comics would walk in with uh, appointments. Like, oh, I'm here for my two o'clock audition, <laughs> and they would just walk right past the line. <laughs> and then very few people, like almost no people, got in 
got advanced from the lineup. They just were no, there so they it? could have the camera shot. I only know one time that it worked. The very first season, Rob Cantrell stood in the line and got picked out of the line. Wow. Rob's funny, though. <laughs> Rob's yeah. funny. He's, yeah. he's been on our podcast a couple of times. Now, he's from D.C. He's funny. Are they going to use, like, any of the footage from auditions, you think? I don't I recall signing a release. Uh, we okay. probably did when we signed, when we filled out that form. No, we didn't. We didn't. I it read wasn't it. a release, was it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I read it. So, it was, yeah. They so, had to fill out a form unless we basically fill out a re- asking, asking who you were, like how long you've done comedy, what's your home club, where you're from, how'd you get into comedy. And then they asked, what are your last three jobs? These curveball questions. And what are, give us three things that are unique about you. So that's where they're kind of building mm. the storyline, I think. But they didn't. We didn't uh, release that to be broadcast. We just, ah. and then we all got caught off guard. Like, oh shit, I got to think of three things right now that are unique about me. Yeah. yeah. Now, what'd you, know, you, they, what'd, you, what'd you come up with, Andy? I put that um, I'm half Persian, but everyone thinks I'm Jewish, which is, uh, I guess, somewhat unique. I put that I've never done drugs or been drunk, mm. which is unique. And I put that I'm an atheist, which is terrible for TV, but it is unique. Mm. So, oh. those are my three things. What about you, Randolph? I put that I'm a black man uh, married <laughs> to a white woman. Oh, I thought you were going to end it with black man, man for a second. I thought you said I put I'm a black man. A black child in in white suburbia. Mm. Something along those lines. <laughs> Raising a black child in white suburbia. Mm. Yeah. Because that's a story you can actually sell right now. Mm. If it's funny. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? With, with blackish coming. But that story's been told for a long time that's just a fish out of water story mm-hmm. um uh the jeffersons uh, anything like that it's just a fish out of water story mm-hmm. margaret Cho's show so i'm like oh you can sell you can always sell a fish out of water story there's, there's no question about that now and obviously they don't mm-hmm. think so because i didn't make it to the next round <laughs> now in hindsight do you like wish you had put something different nah I think uh, I thought that Randolph should have put stuff about how he was a former boxer, uh, martial artist who taught kickboxing and is a black belt. Because in comedy, that's extremely unique. That's not even that's very rare. Comics don't they don't take care of themselves. That's why we should have had we should have known this like a day in advance, right? So we could have thought about. Even I would have kicked things around, and we would have we would have both helped each other come up with stuff Mm. to say. That is a comics don't exactly stay in shape it's kind of seen as a detriment to male comics mm-hmm. uh, i guess to be in shape <laughs> you know? gary goldman's in great shape mm-hmm. so joe rogan's in great shape he always has been isn't that a good thing wouldn't that extend your career i mean you would think well some of them do like i think some of them kind of do stay in like good shape or at least they look like they're in good shape like jeselnik and tosh and jeselnik uh, is, i don't i don't know what I do know, Amy Schumer works out pretty yeah. hard, but she's a woman, and it's a whole different yeah, thing well, for her. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. For men, but it's I know like, for a fact she works out pretty hard. For men, it's like I'm a doughy nerd. Right? Yeah, you know, and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah, there's no like female version of Patton Oswalt. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, no, women who get ahead are good looking who talk dirty mm-hmm. these yes. days. Yeah, That's they, yeah. they yeah. look clean, but they talk dirty. Yeah, Roseanne is Tyrell's a rare right. carrot top. Carrot Top is actually freaky looking now. Yeah, he in super duper shape, dog. Like, yeah, he's he, like, it's, it's like he heard all the jokes people made about him and was like, "Not to my face." Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> like y'all can keep saying that shit but when y'all run up on me i know what you won't be talking about you know yeah he's he's swole and then with the surgeries he's, <laughs> he's swole <laughs> and jacked up looking i say so he's uh, gotta be swole <laughs> I, I i feel like uh if you can't like be if you're not guaranteed to be on the show and like in the running to win it uh i would go the opposite and try to be infamous you know like i would do like a whole set of stuff that's like not even funny but extremely controversial like anti-jewish stuff or <laughs> you know thing the, is you got to make it to the television to do that see i feel like they that's come the only place it'll count i this is just my theory i don't know how it works right i think they come get you you know, it's like, yo, who's yeah, the, who's the, the who's stage? the black dude in a bow tie that kept saying that black NBC. shit? I did him on a bow tie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not on NBC. Well, they um, could, and the, the other problem is they could, they could come at you differently. They could come at you like, oh, we love what you do, and then they edit you down to make oh, you a villain. Oh, yeah. That's true, villain. too. Yeah, they don't have to have a bad yeah. guy. They could just make you a bad yeah. guy. There uh, are stories of people who apparently they're, they're set on TV sounded worse like they it seemed like there was oh. no crowd noise when mm. they remember getting laughs you right. know it was That's... like set up to oh this is the guy that bombed you mm. know mm-hmm. well i feel like uh the odds of winning are, the, the odds of winning are so low i would just rather go out by talking shit to the judges and <laughs> dissing uh jb smooth and shit uh, you know, <laughs> i just rather go out on my own terms so they could be like Yo, that, you, that you, dude you know didn't give a fuck. You know you're going down that J.L. Coman's path, right? Dog, I told him, dude, I told him I wanted him to make it so he could do this shit. <laughs> I just want him, someone needs to watch the world burn, man. Like, yeah. the odds of winning are so, like, low. Whoa. Like, why even fuck around? Just and then, go out there and, then and just do three minutes of fuck you, fuck yes. you, you're cool, fuck you. Because you're going to be, because here's the thing, right? You play the game, you get, you're like, man, maybe I can make it. You don't make it, and then you have one of those stories, man. Hey, I was killing, the crowd was laughing. I don't know why they edited like that, man. It made it look yeah, like I was yeah, bombing. Yeah, and yeah, now and you, you are, look worse. Yeah, you're working at a gas station. Right, and you look worse. <laughs> you, why? <laughs> yeah, you look you look worse for the wear now. Like, it looks like, oh, you mean that comedian that bombed? And the, nah, I don't want that dude at the club. He's whack. Right. But really, you were doing great. I would rather be like, nah, I didn't bomb. I quit. I quit on national TV. Fuck them. Well, you know what happens is a lot of those guys don't audition. Like uh, Bill Burr never auditioned because of that. Mm. Patrice never auditioned. A lot of guys like that just don't audition. Mm. Like, I Burr was talking about it on his podcast. He's like, I just never auditioned for him. Mm. Why? Because he knows he's he, he he knows that if he gets out there, he might do that. So you gotta think about the rest of your career. <laughs> yeah, y'all made me mad enough. All yeah. of the jokes coming out. You think I'm bullshitting? Look up Bill Burr in Philadelphia. Oh and yeah, watch him talk shit to this crowd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was awesome, man. <laughs> God damn, man. he eviscerated the entire city, yeah. dude. He has that in him to do that. <laughs> so yeah. you know, I'll just not go on here because if I go on here, I might fucking flip my shit. Yeah. Basically, mentally flip a table over. Fuck this. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. Um, speaking of comedy news, uh, what's this shit I hear about Dave Chappelle being transphobic, dog? What what had happened? That's nonsense. Bloggers. <laughs> Bloggers don't get jokes. Yeah. Uh, I'm confused. This, this woman this is this is something that happens. This woman there's a show in uh LA called Meltdown 
And she is at every show. She's up front every show, which means in her mind, she partially owns the show. You know what I mean? It's about her. It's for her. So she heard some jokes she didn't like. And Bill Burr talks about this, actually, speaking of him. You'll let all these other jokes go past you that are controversial. Right. And you'll laugh. You're fine with all these other topics. And it hits on your topic. And you're like, I can't believe this. Shut it down. I can't I can't listen to this guy anymore. And so she wrote a blog calling him transphobic. But she kind of backed off. She was like, I don't want him to not say what he wants to say. I just... I was disappointed because she projected all these qualities onto him that he didn't actually have. Yeah. Um, Aaron Foley, who's another comic who was a lesbian, she was at the show. She wrote a, an answer column to that girl's column. Mm-hmm. She was like, everything you're saying is not really true. <laughs> the way he was talking. Basically, he was doing jokes about how he felt about a trans person talking to him. Mm-hmm. So comedy is supposed to be about a free exchange of ideas. Mm-hmm. But now people are comedy has become such a boutique thing that people are like, I only want to hear a comic talk about the thing that I want to. Right. Hear, and my that's, viewpoint. And that's not comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not. You might hear something that. And then another thing. Here's another thing that, first of all, A, I don't believe anything any blogger says because people repeat jokes wrong all the time. All the time. Yes. So you can't Every. believe anything they say. And pretty, thank you, Andy. Every time. So you can't believe anything they say, first thing. Second thing, I'm willing to bet you she laughed. Mm-hmm. And it upset her that she found it funny. Mm. I've seen that a lot. You laugh at it at first, then you get guilty. mad that you laugh at it, and then you're guilty, guilty about laughing at it, and then you lash back against it. You- I, Are we going to say Dave Chappelle's not funny? Are we going to actually try to say that? Right. Because he makes things that come out of his mouth are funny. So right. he, he probably made her laugh, and she got mad at herself mm. from laughing I and then lashed back at him. I don't have that problem because I don't care how fucked up, how cruel, how ridiculous it is. If if it makes me laugh, I go, that's fucked up, and I will fuck yeah. the person for laughing. But the yeah. shit was funny. Like, at the end of the day, I'm like, you made me laugh. Well, it feels like people yeah. now feel like they're either their ticket price or sometimes not even that. Just their attention is payment for you to have certain opinions and views. Like, yeah. I I gave you attention. Therefore, you know, like, I, I think for a lot of uh, the backlash to Raven Simone for her um <clears throat> You know, I don't want to be labeled as African American. I'm just a human. I'm just an American. And I just want to be a human being that loves another human being. I don't want to be called gay. Um, people, a lot of the backlash is because people feel like I gave you attention for all these years. Right. And, and how are you going to stab me in the back by not having mm-hmm. the same view as me on race and sexuality? Well, I've been supporting you. Right. You know, I right. think Raven, a couple of errors Raven made. If you want to call them errors, is one you say. I'm, and by the way, the, uh, Blackico, Black Hiko Sonata in the in the chat room said, for example, I disagree vehemently with Nick DiPaolo on politics. Do I laugh at him? Fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good example because Nick is Nick DiPaolo is an angry, fearful white guy mm-hmm. who thinks black people are going to take something from him. He's he is that. Don't ever think he's not. But he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's mm-hmm. funny, so I don't know what to tell you. I say what you say. Right. You know what I mean? Well, look at look at uh, look at Bill what? Maher. I agree with a lot of shit that comes out of Bill Maher's movie uh, mouth. I don't think his stand up's funny. 
It's just it's different. Right. You know, yeah, like, I can see that. You, you know, I'm not paying song. him to go to a to go somewhere and agree with him. I'm paying you to make me laugh, and that's the only thing that matters. Well, if yeah. you read any comedy bio, the comedy bio that they put up on the club's website or wherever is always like. This guy is from this particular background, which gives him a unique point of view and a slant, and he really sees the world different. Comedy bios are telling you this person is different from you Mm -hmm. and thinks different from you. No one ever actually takes that when they read that, but that's what they're telling you. I'm not going to be you. I'm going to be a different person with a unique slant. And so people show up and they give these unique slants. And people are like, what is he doing up there? It's like, is he did what his bio said he was going to do. Right. Yeah. It, it happens with the show, too. Like, we do, like, today, you know, I'll be on Twitter, and then I'll get, like, two or three people that are catching up on the show or something, and it'll, they'll have a problem with something I said or opinion that I had or something like that. And it, and it is kind of this idea of, like, yeah, it's I'm just a guy. You're just a person. You know, we disagree on this thing. But it was just my opinion now I do wonder how you can be offended at that when right. we play guess the race, race, fucking with black people, make jokes about people getting raped and killed and murdered and shit, mm-hmm. but somehow it was a joke about you know pornography in the cockpit of an airplane that was like, <laughs> oh now I gotta write this is fucked up, man. Y'all fucked that story up. It, like it's very weird how people pick and choose their pet issues, and then if you. I think it's because the word is like a loaded word and people just don't like this word. But if you say like, well, you'll probably have some insecurity surrounding this certain topic, all hell breaks loose. Oh, you can't say that. You can't make <laughs> it about them. They, yeah, they yeah. won't accept it. It has to be only about you. And they never understand. It's it's like um, it's like with, with the raven Simone thing. It's it's like, you know, I this one thing you said I don't like, and that's what I'm going to comment on. I did a... I had a video get on Upworthy about a month ago, and you know it was about uh, abortion and stuff, and it was very like pleasing to people who are very pro-choice. But some people went through all my YouTube videos, and there's one video that I got one negative comment on, which was, I I came here for the Upworthy video, and I looked at all the other videos, and this one had a lot of misogyny, and it was very wrong-headed, and I'm very disappointed. Like that's she didn't leave a comment on any other video I left on right. I have. And then right. someone else came in underneath that and said, yeah, I found it the same way. <laughs> I said, well, did you like anything? Like, why would you point out the one out of the 25 minutes I have on YouTube, the, the two minutes you don't like? Like, no one's right. going to say, I love this one clip. It's just, I hate this one. Yeah, you know? I, I think people don't recognize the impression that that gives because in my mind, like in their mind, they pro- they're probably thinking, I watched 12 videos. Yeah. I liked 11. And this one I didn't, and I'm going to say something, right? That's what they're right. thinking uh, from their perspective. Here's what I'm seeing. This bitch only talked to me about shit you don't like. Right. Same thing happens with uh, with certain fans on the show where they only hit me up to disagree. I'm just like, well, what, what, what is our relationship? Right. It's a bunch of arguing. <laughs> I don't want, I don't like you, and I don't want to talk to you. Like, just yeah, stop. I'm not down for that. Yeah, stop contacting me. You know? That's my, that's my, yeah. That's the way I do it. That's a black people. Yeah, I always. I think Raven Simone, I think uh, <laughs> future supervillain said Aisha Tyler is corny. I'm gonna let y'all in on a secret. I think so too. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're not as a comedian, you're not supposed to say anything about any other comedian. Yeah, you didn't hear that from Randall. Right. Um, I Re- redacted. Redacted. I think Raven made the mistake of saying I'm not African. I'm not. I don't call myself African American. 
But I'm still black, though. If she just right. thrown that in, no she one did would today, though. She came yeah, back. Yeah, see, she did clear. today. Yeah, right. they always the, and they always do. And by the way, man, here's what pisses me off. Right, I hate to go on this again, but that's what we've been saying as black people since the beginning of time. And every time, like some black kid gets shot for no reason. We're always like, damn, it would be nice if all of America thought this was a problem and not just a black problem. Then yeah. you wouldn't just see, right. then something would get done about it. It's like shit doesn't get done when you can relegate it to one group where you're just like, Ann and I were just talking about that today. Yeah. <laughs> like well, as long as people, happen, shit does not happen, it wouldn't be happening. Dude, they put a <laughs> whole city on lockdown under police, like, like militia law, right? Like they just came in and were like, we have the bigger guns. We're going to fucking gas you motherfuckers until you go back to your front yards. Then we're going to gas your ass there till you go in your fucking houses. And we're going to do this every day for a month. And they're still doing it. Mm-hmm. If yeah. people saw that as an American problem, they would have been like, we would have had the fucking uh, National Guard or somebody in there. Like it, someone would have been like, and not for the people, but for the fucking police, like get the fuck out of here. But yeah. they don't see it that way. And I feel like a lot of what she said kind of boils down to this idea of, Look, in my brain, I don't think, you know, I'm African-American. I don't think I'm, you know, gay. I just think of myself as an individual. And and that's the kind of respect I want everybody to have for me and everybody to have for each other. And people just ran way left with it because in our history, you know, black people have a history of people saying that shit and then normally turning around and like going, now white people, will you please accept me? Well, she's she's she sounds like a college sophomore. I mean, you know, that's how a lot of people's. But the thing is, I, I mean, I've known a fair amount of black people in my life. Not one uses the term African. Yeah, so the power went out. Um, <laughs> yes. In the middle of this. If you're listening later on audio, you didn't know that shit. It was so smooth. But Andy didn't get interrupted. Um, I believe that Randolph said some stuff about podcast empire um, person who should not be named. <laughs> and uh she might she might not have appreciated that so right she cut the power she cut the power people don't know we're secretly funded ah! uh <laughs> by girl on guy uh but uh yeah man um andy you were saying something about how you, you know you've known your fair amount of black people well yeah and i i don't think i've ever known one who earnestly used the phrase african-american to describe themselves and but then when someone comes on tv and says i don't like the term african-american People get up in arms, but how many people who are up in arms actually use that term themselves, or are they just right. trying to be mad for some other reason? I think that all that Raven Simone should have, I guess, kept in is something like, I mean, I still say black, you know, whatever her mm-hmm. alternative to that is, but in the absence of that, people just had a chance to run with it and project all their other stuff onto it, and she didn't mean anything by it, you know? She right. was just saying, I don't, use, I don't like that term. That's and I, all. I think the thing is, too, like, we're very, uh, black people, we're very insecure and I think is justified, but it's still an insecurity that we're like, we're always waiting on that motherfucker to try to hit the crossover button on us. Just you know, <laughs> like, I rode you a certain far, a certain level of far. I can't get any further than this. And now I'm going to go ahead and just pretend like I never knew you motherfuckers and ascend to whiteness. You know, like there's a historical context to it. But from her comments, I didn't get that. Me I, there's other celebrities that have said stuff, and I have been like, damn. that was, Like, Kiki Palmer said some shit where it was on, like, I, you know, like, I don't even see color, guys. Like, what are we even talking about? <laughs> You're like, you, you know, it's, it's like, okay, okay. You're like, you 
have just had it very lucky at this point right but you know as far as um you know raven simone i didn't get like this feeling of her dissing black people or distancing herself there's also a sense of with raven simone is that you know she's a child of privilege Mm-hmm. So as a child of privilege, I mean, she didn't grow up the way we grew up. We grew up in the South right. <laughs> as a black child. You grew up in the South as a black child. Even if you don't call yourself African-American, you will say, yeah, but I'm still black. You know, you you, you just, there's just it's like a vibe coming off you that says that. Yeah. And I think with her, there's a vibe of, look, we don't really know this little girl. There's a vibe of that. Right. That kind of an air of that about her not her fault <laughs> that's more our fault than it is her fault yeah i always think it's weird too because like celebrities aren't elected or, or like they're not right. representing anything it's just exactly. like they running for office like um and i guess you know as comics y'all probably uh experience it on a, a whole other level than just regular people too but none of these people are better than you you know what i mean like just normal people they just got an opinion it's just like uh, when a comedian gets on stage he has a microphone sure he polishes he polishes his act and he's good you know if it's a good comedian but at the end of the day that's just that guy like he's just he gets off stage he becomes another a regular ass guy right the second he hits the audience you know yeah well people are surprised too with the same bullshit too by the way so Mm -hmm. So, so people get surprised too when they meet a celebrity. They're like, "Well, he's just a regular dude." No like, well, shit. Yeah, that's, they're all just regular dudes, <laughs> right? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. None of these motherfuckers. I just, I guess, I wasn't really raised to believe that people were like special and shit and, uh, ahead of, you know, um, just just for being famous. Yeah, and for me, mm-hmm. for some reason, every time I met like a famous person, like face to face, it's always. Some, something where I don't even realize that that's them like cause I don't ever think nobody famous is gonna cross my path so I just be like oh and talk to them like normal cause I don't really pay that shit any attention mm-hmm. uh, like um, I met one of it was the basketball player uh, that used to play for the um, Hornets that years guy. ago right. I don't remember his name and, well, it uh, doesn't it doesn't count if you can't even remember his name. I'm, but, <laughs> it, but like um, when we, like when we met Fonte and we sat down and had dinner with him. Like we had a normal ass conversation. We did. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was cool. I mean, I still was picking his brain about shit, you know, uh, recording music and little brother and all this shit. And he's a very funny dude and it helped, but very funny. the same, at the same time, like he, he was down to earth. We were down to earth. If I would have met, say like Kanye West and he would have wore shades indoors and like <laughs> not, not wanted to answer our questions and shit. Then I, then I would have been like, Oh, fuck this dude. I would have had a completely like, fuck this dude. Why well, does he Kanye think he's better a than me? weird guy yeah. and, and Fonte's not. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all that is. Yeah. He's a strange cat. He was probably doing that shit when he wasn't famous, you know? Exactly. That's true too. But, but just and the idea of someone, like, I just think people reject the idea of like, or they put these people on a pedestal like you're better than me and then the second that someone says something out of pocket it's like oh fuck you man i can't believe you would pull that and her quote her new quote it said i never said i wasn't black i want to make that very very clear i said i'm not an i'm not african-american i never expect my personal beliefs and comments to spark such emotion in people i think it is only positive when we can openly discuss race and being labeled in america by the way she said all this shit with like false for rent uh phosphorescent hair you know like <laughs> i mean yeah people were so upset. Yeah, yeah yeah that's that right there the, the problem i have with that is when she says 
she didn't expect she didn't expect that to spark any type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you've been a celebrity for a long time, <laughs> yeah. little girl. <laughs> yeah, over Are here. You seriously, going to tell me that you didn't think people might have anything to say about anything you have to? say? Are you stupid? Oprah knew stuff, stuff like oh, yeah. that. I don't like. Yeah, when, o- Oprah when definitely knew. try to pull that shit. Yeah. I don't. I don't like that. Yeah. Oprah was like, "Them clips coming for a long time." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Well, and, and you've been watching your step every fucking step of the way. You know also, from I think, the shit you said about being gay. It's a timing thing. I, I think uh, the world Twitter didn't have something to be mad at that morning. Right. Right. It and so that was the thing. And so it had something else been going on, then we, we that would have been it. completely under the radar. No one would have cared. So right. she might have expected it to not be a big thing because maybe she said stuff like that before and it didn't blow up to anything. I mean, you know, Correct. sometimes that happens too. Well, and then on this problem. particular day, there was no problem. Here's a problem with that. You're now talking to Oprah, the goddess. Right. <laughs> You're talking to the Oprah. Once the you Oprah. start talking to the Oprah, the Oprah, everybody's now listening. Mm. You and, and again, you don't know that. You have to know that. You have to know that. You're talking to the Oprah. I think people know. I think. I think Oprah used to carry more weight and people know you're talking to her but only when you fuck up like yeah sinbad sinbad was just on there and i can't i couldn't tell you shit that he said but he didn't say anything that would be like what the fuck right (laughs) it's only if you fuck up because oprah was hey listen man over good like Mm -hmm. she did that thing in the interview where it seemed like she on your side but she not really on like she was like oh girl you know the internet is gonna blow up with this i I can see the wheels turning like she was just like keep rolling (laughs) let's go this is the clip this is you keep talking fluorescent hair green girl yeah Yeah, this is the clip oh oh honey tell us about your superpowers right oh honey i don't i don't know about that i don't know if people gonna be ready for all this realness Mm, keep going yeah click 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 i see the clicks right so as you were saying uh all black people are niggers is that what you were going with that (laughs) and you uh, said that right right that's what you were words Right? <laughs> That's where you were going, right? We can edit it in. I mean, however you need it <laughs> to be said. Um, but uh, all right, this is the Blackout Test podcast. Um, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, we just get to the intro. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Search the Blackout Tips. Go to iTunes, Stitcher. Leave us five star reviews. Go to theblackouttips.com. We appreciate those people that do that. The official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. Today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Check out the album of audio plays by independent actress Vanell. That's right. Vanell goes by one name, and we met her. She's and, cool. Uh, she's everything. Yes, she is, she is awesome. An actress? What she been in? Uh, she, man, I don't know. It's been like a bunch of TV stuff and movies and shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you yeah, know how you TV. meet people and you just be like, that person is like, uh, already a star kind of yeah. would have had that thing. Right. She, she's she just got that thing, shit. man. Yeah. Like we really got to have her on the show. I keep saying mm-hmm. I'm going to get on the show. I need to get on the show. Um, but she has an audio play album called Vanell's Magnificent Seven. Uh, you can find it on iTunes. Um, just, uh, search for, Vanell Lynn on Spotify, it's also there. So if you don't want to pay shit, go search Vanell Lynn on Spotify. Uh, oh, and listen. Also, I'm sorry. You can search yeah. Randolph Terrence on Spotify. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm on Spotify. There you go, man. Uh, get that blue magic in your I'm life. I'm on Spotify, so everybody in the podcast, I'm going to put this shit in the chat room. Yeah. Andy, you got anything on Spotify, man? 
No. I, I need to record something. I was just talking to Tim about that, actually. We're both talking about recording. Uh, basically, Randolph was the test run. I was the test run. <laughs> he was a guinea pig. I was like, that, that turned out all right, so now I'm thinking about doing it. Although, like, I got 25 minutes on YouTube now, and I yeah. just did the improv last week, so I was going to put up maybe two or three more clips. And so I'm like, I might just burn you know, the entire album's worth of stuff that way, but then I don't make any money, so. Well, you know, you're... Um... Yeah, the audio on Blue Magic is so good, man. Right, like oh, real, man. real talk, man. You should probably. I mean, I don't know what I, 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 I hate to give people ideas and shit because I know, <laughs> you know, as a person that already does a lot of work and people always give me ideas, I, Especially I hate to it be. too. But yeah. um, I don't know if you ever thought about like record, like recording people's shit professionally for them, oh, man. Because right. a lot of people, you know, you hear these people's clips and their albums and shit mm. and. Yeah, it's, you know, you hear the fucking silverware clinking in the background, right. fucking, <laughs> you know, people ordering another drink and, um, you know. Well, there's a thing that I've, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. A lot of people who record CDs, comedy CDs with even like best equipment, because we had the cheapest equipment possible, mm-hmm. but they've never done comedy. So they say, oh, I recorded this album. It sounds great. And you listen back, you're like, it, it sounds OK, because. Right. They've never stood on a stage and had the whole crowd laugh in their direction. Mm-hmm. They're always in the back of the room or off to the side somewhere. And there's people don't think to mic certain things about the room because they've never stood up there. So even on, on my stuff, if I watch just from my camcorder right. a clip from the improv, I'm like, it sounded way different than that from the stage. Right. But there's Mike in the back of the room. But someone else might be like, wow, that sounds great. And I'm thinking, eh, it sounds great because you don't know how it could have sounded. Right. Yeah, it's so, like whenever I watch a Comedy Central stand-up and the editing, I don't know yeah. why it's like that because it's Comedy Central. You right. know, like, right. this is supposed to be the place to go for comedy. But almost every last one of their stand-up specials is horrendously edited. Chopped like, up. Cho- like cut in the middle of a fucking joke. joke or commercial break. Before the punchline has a second to land, they just cut to the audience laughing before they would have actually gotten a joke. Or like That's because the joke didn't get that laugh. Right. Or you can still uh, make it seem like it did. Like yeah. I think they're just not comics. They've never stood on a stage and told jokes. They don't understand what that beat is between the line and the laugh and how you're supposed to how it's supposed to sound they just think oh uh, he said the joke push the laugh button right you know and then that just comes up yeah and 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 it is some jokes you can tell didn't get the specific laugh that they edited in because whatever it was was too like it'll be like a tag or something that's not that funny but it's just like a second like another Okay, you add it on to the joke and now to move to the next joke, you know? Yeah. And and they'll have that tag, but then they'll show the audience and they'll run around like Def Jam and shit. And you're like, no, ah. they didn't think that, you know, the tag about affordable health care was right. funny enough to fucking like fall over in the aisles. Come on, man. Or you see the wide shot. They'll do the wide shot and you hear this big laugh and you don't see any heads moving in the crowd. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're like, well, where'd that sound come from? At least someone's head has to move when they laugh a little <laughs> bit, right? Yeah. You know, the other thing that's worse is when someone does crowd work, but then the shot isn't of the people you're doing the crowd work with. <laughs> God, that sucks. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you, you in here with a white woman. You in, and then it cut to just some people. You're like, he's not even talking to them. Right. <laughs> They're not even at the same show. Yeah. yeah. They the same show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's all that is. Like the background ain't so the same. Uh, What's happening here? <laughs> That's the worst. Man. We did do we did do some editing between the Friday and the Saturday show. Um, we just like we lost one joke to an alarm to a fire truck mm. outside the window, 
What yeah. I should have done was made a joke about the alarm on the fire truck, and then I don't know why I didn't do that, and then just put it on the CD. I should have did that. Ah. I think it would have been a better moment thinking about it later. But I didn't say anything about it. I just kept going with the joke. That was stupid. Well, it sounds Stop. seamless to me, man. Mm-hmm. And like, do you, that's another thing, Andy. Like, do, do you have like a music recording background or something? Because you're always talking about music on the show. I mean, you guys all talk about music, but uh, you seem pretty well versed, man. Like, sometimes you bring up little facts, so I'm just like, man, how'd you learn that? No, I just I have no background in it. I just uh, I guess I just have. Let's play in guitar. It. I play a guitar, ah. but uh, but other than that, I mean. Really, when we started doing the podcast, which is like four years ago, that was that became my role, the sound guy. And so since then, I've I've been kind of mildly obsessed with that stuff because I'll listen when I like someone will say, "Oh, here's a great podcast you should listen," and I'll listen and it'll be good, but then the audio will be bad and I'll have to right. I'll tap out like ten yeah. minutes in, like I can't I can't these guys are good but I can't listen. Right. So I don't want that to happen to us. I'm always like I'll I'll listen to our podcast. I'll crank it up real loud and be like, do I hear a hiss in the background? Should mm-hmm. I remove that hiss, that real faint hiss that no one else is going to hear just because I'm <laughs> obsessive about that? Yeah. That is the worst with uh, – for I don't know if he still does it because, like you said, I checked out. But Bill Burr used to do that with his podcast Yeah, where he just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And, like, that was kind of part of the joke. But it was well, – That sounds it, good now. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Because I was like – He's got slightly better equipment. And, and yeah. you have to get better doing it. Right. He's good at it now. Yeah, because that, that shit wasn't funny to me. I was like, is the joke on me, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> I just wasted an hour of my day listening to you yeah. ramble, dude. Like, you gotta get your shit together. But I'll check back in now, man. Cause I, I, like, I knew it was really popular at the time cause he was popular. But, yeah. uh, I was just like, man, I would, how much better would this be if he just like, you know, get some equipment and like really tear this shit up? Cause he's funny, but he just needs to like, you know, cause a podcast like anything, just like stand up you don't work on it you're not gonna get better and if you don't want to get better you're kind of gonna be stuck in the same rut man yes that and and y'all talking about sound and stuff i think me and roger are are somewhat obsessed i think him more than me i know i actually go back and actually re-listen to our show just to see how it sounds if i hear shit in the background and stuff like that and sometimes i harass roger he'd be like well that shit don't matter i was like well i hear it yeah, yeah. I, I only someone in the podcast said fifty percent of Bill Burr's podcast is just fat shaming. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I haven't listened. Uh, to that to me is just fat shaming. Is just a made up thing. Yo, you know what it is? The word you don't shaming. Have to be fat. The word. <laughs> the word shaming. Some people do have to be fat. By the way, they got a metabolic metabolic yeah. thing, and it's like, very few. Not not a lot of people. <laughs> but uh, like, I'm fat because I like to eat. Uh, there you go. Right, See, too. that's a yeah. that's an honest man right there. Yeah. I like. Well, food. you should you should be able to be like that. I think the fat shaming is like just because you don't have to be fat doesn't mean you must conform to someone else's idea of who you should be. You should be right. able to be fat too. You no, know, just don't. if you want to be fat, that's fine. Uh, I don't I don't know if I get that from Bill Burr. Yeah. I don't particularly have a, have a problem with. It. I know he I tries think, to take care of himself. He's trying hard to take care of himself because he doesn't I think want to be Bill a Burr's. Bill Burr is just everything shaming. Like he just goes yeah. after people. He yeah. just says, yeah. just... everything. I feel like I feel like the word shaming. Wife's beautiful, by the way. I don't know if y'all have ever seen her. What? What is? Who's beautiful? His, his wife. wife. Oh no, I haven't seen her. I haven't seen his wife, man. Nia. Excuse me, Nia. Okay, I had to look up. Beautiful Nia. black girl. Beautiful. Yo, I will say this though, man. Adding the word shaming to anything makes it sound wrong. You know, like yeah. Like if I just like I cuz uh, I think I was on my man Josh Homer um his his uh his uh Facebook page 
and he was talking about how people are cheap shaming uh lena dunham <laughs> he's like oh y'all gonna cheap shame her that? you know it's a it's an agreement between two consenting adults if she don't want to pay those people and they agree to perform <laughs> for free <laughs> watch a comedian say anything and all this shit and i thought it was funny but i was like what i really learned from this thing is you can use shaming after any word and make yourself sound right you just all you got like why y'all gonna rape shame that dude man because because <laughs> you because you got so much control over your life that you can't rape these women you're gonna have to make him feel bad about not controlling his impulses like it's, it's out of control now that the shaming part of uh you know society yeah, and also if you want to go uh, another way with it, if you take any industry and put big in front of it, <laughs> yeah. right? Same thing. It's like, oh, this big auto, right. big pharma, <laughs> yeah, big but- oil. Like there's a small oil, like there's a mom and pop well somewhere drilling oil. You know, everything, every major corporation or or uh, type of corporation is big. It doesn't right. matter. But people throw that out there like like it's an insult. Like oh, I'm going after big tobacco, right? It makes people feel good. You know, it's kind of like how everybody shits on Walmart now, but then when they need those $1.99 socks, they go right to fucking Walmart. I can't, I can't, dude. I can't. I feel my soul hurts when I go into Walmart. (laughs) You know what's fucked? They they sell starter shit. They sell good workout shit. I bust (laughs) shit in there. I just, I can't, man. My soul hurts. I feel bad for people that work there. If you work at Walmart, you have to work there. You have to. No one chooses Walmart. You have to. Yeah, it's like slavery. I feel people who work at Walmart. You know what they get? Almost as bad as people who shop there. Because if you shop at Walmart, you have to. Because if you got a choice, you don't go to Walmart. Yeah. You go to Target. No, you go to Target, and then Target doesn't have the thing you want, and then you go to Walmart because Walmart has a bigger selection. I've done that before. I've been like, I've gone to Target, walked around like, oh fuck. Yeah, I feel. Now I gotta go to Walmart. I feel they about don't have this thing. I feel about Walmart the same way that like white people that didn't own slaves must have felt about visiting plantations. <laughs> where you just walk through and you're like, this is a shame. This is a shame. God damn. Oh shit. Oh, socks is on you know sale. It's gotta be the worst job ah! of all. The worst job of all time, working at the McDonald's inside of the Walmart. Mm. You yeah, should just still. kill yourself. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> just, Dude, I went in Target. I went in Target one day, and you know they had a food counter, and it was Pizza Hut, right? It said it was Pizza Hut, but they were selling breakfast sandwiches. How <laughs> Pizza Hut sell breakfast sandwiches? Right. It just didn't. It was just like you're gonna be here 24 hours a day. Just don't even yeah. fucking try to leave. The sandwiches weren't even made fresh. They were just about sitting. To step out. away. I'll be right back. You yeah. Just going? They were just sitting out there and shit, man. It was. It was. Ooh, it was cold so eggs. sad. No. No. Thank yeah. you. But uh, I was well, you know, need there's this thing pizza? at Walmart. It's like a Stockholm syndrome, where people start to enjoy it. They have a cheer in the morning. A Walmart cheer. And I used to work, speaking of Pizza Hut, I worked at Pizza Hut years ago, and there was a woman there who worked at Walmart and at Pizza Hut, and she loved the shit out of Walmart. And they had, like, they get together at, like, 7 a.m., they gather the whole crew, and they're like, give me a W! And they spell out Walmart. <laughs> Between the wall and the mart, you know, they have that dash? Dash, So yeah. they'll say, give me an L, and then they'll say, give me a squiggle, and there's a squiggle dance. Wow. And someone, whoever's leading the cheer, which they choose a different person every day, has to do the squiggle dance. It's like hazing. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. But apparently everyone at some point does it and they all love it. And that, that's just, I think they love it because they have no choice, you know? Yeah. I w- you know, I would love to say that I wouldn't do it. I mean, I wouldn't do it now, obviously, but 
I remember when I worked at uh, IHOP, they had to do a different version of the birthday song because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. the birthday song is copyrighted. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, I remember after a while, I would be like the cult leader and be like, come on, everybody, let's go. Now, I was being <laughs> ironic, and I thought that it was funny that right. that we hated it. And I knew how much my coworkers hated it, but I thought it would be funny to make them all do it. But um, yeah. even still, like, I ended up doing that shit at the end of the day. I did what the fuck they wanted. I, I probably would do the Walmart song, man. Yeah, and then you got to do the squiggle dance, and then, right. and then tomorrow, the, someone else has to do it. I, I would be first of all, I'd be late every day. I, I would, I would oh, make yeah. sure I missed it. Mm. But also, I'd be that dude hanging in the back, like you know, like trying to get called on, like in school, where yeah. like you try to look away from the teacher, where the teacher's like, anybody, and you look down, you tie your shoe or some <laughs> right. shit. Duck below the crowd. Yeah, I've been in the back of the uh, Happy Birthday song before too. Like right? all you're doing is clapping and you're not yeah, here, yeah, yeah. You're just mouthing the words, mm-hmm. lip syncing. Yeah, yeah. And we used to have oh. a we used to have a dude there. He was a Latino dude, and he was like the super waiter and shit, the one that like made all the money. Ah. You know, you know that waiter that comes and like sits at your table with you. Right. Yeah, yeah. He was that dude, and he would be like, you know, super duper, like, "Come on, guys, happy, happy birthday from the IHOP crew." He just like, yeah, "Come on, happy, dude. happy birthday from us to you." Yeah, you're like, "Not, not today, Jamie. Not today." Yes, he's like, no, "Come on, guys, shit. get excited." Um, yeah, he's a frustrated actor, probably. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like Randolph and I used to temp in New York, and the temp agency used to hire a lot of actors, and people would just break into song. We would just be hanging out at work, and people would just start doing show tunes for some reason. Yeah. Ah. That's just what they do with their life. Now, I got to ask Randolph this, man. He said he didn't like going to Walmart. No. Um, Now, where do you go instead? Target. Okay, see, that's what I thought. That's all. Yeah, you're not really a revolutionary because you you go up in Target because it's better. Yeah. That, like like if if Target was like, we actually pay our dues $20 an hour. But our service and decor is shitty as Walmart. Everybody be like, fuck you. I'm not going there. That, like, I don't care how you treat your employees. This place is shit. But they just have a way of making It's the same Walmart shit, like a dollar per item more. Right. And it's clean. And somehow they keep homeless people out the parking lot. You won't. Yeah. You, yeah. I don't know what they do to do it, but it works. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in there. Yeah. I go to Target. I'm going to Target. It's just, it's pretty much the same store, except Walmart always looks like a baby bomb went off inside of it. <laughs> it <does>. Just <laughs> babies everywhere at yeah. all hours. Yeah. Well, you know what? If you go like, uh, about five o'clock, five to six, it just, it's just children there were all, and it drives me nuts. And this is one reason why I don't have kids. I walked into Walmart and all I heard was, Mommy, 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 quit yeah. hitting your brother. Stop hitting your sister. I'm lost. Stop doing that. Yeah. I said, no, you can have that. <laughs> no, quit pulling your sister's oh, you hair. I was like, fuck I this bullshit. I don't fuck with it. It's like a day, uh, daycare or something at the five. My wife grew up in Brownsville, which is right on the border of Texas and Mexico. And you go into a Walmart down there, mm-hmm. it's like a Mexican baby bomb went off. <laughs> All. Now I gotta ask, man. Do you and guys have? Out. I don't know about your area, but we have them in Charlotte. Do y'all have the secret WalMarts? The fancy ones? Have y'all? Oh, you guys? Does it sell the food? Yeah, not no no not not yeah, super secret Walmart. Walmart. Secret fancy Walmart. Walmart. Like like we have one. It's disguised to look like a row of apartments. Yes, it but is. It's a, oh. But it's a fucking Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, my mom took me to it because you know old black women be hip to game and shit. She yeah. was like, she was like, let's go to Walmart. I was like, fuck, we gotta go to Walmart to get them. God damn. And we get there. I was like, what is this shit? 
where have you been hiding this walmart man it's fancy as shit the greeters actually are young and they want you to come in like it was great dude well, you know, like yeah. they have that, they're doing that McDonald's stuff now where they're remodeling all the McDonald's and it looks nicer and there's Wi-Fi and there's TVs. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to, but it's the same old greasy food. You know, yeah. it just looks nicer. Yeah, same Walmart prices and yeah. service, but it looks so, there was no riffraff in the parking lot. It was good, mm-hmm. man. I, like, I mean, I would go to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, it, they tricked me. Yeah, I said, it, well, if cool. I'm going, this is the one I'm going to. Right. When we go to Walmart, we're like, yeah, we got one two minutes up the street. Or let's take that 20 minute trip. I think the key is it's in the white part of town, man. Like white, right. people, white people are like, we'll take a Walmart, but do not make that shit look ghetto, man. We won't fucking. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Over here on our white side of town, but I just. Uh. Hey, look, take, yeah, they, they, Randolph, they, I'm telling you, y'all might have one, bro. Right. You got to get your girl, get your wife out there to start talking to yeah, some of her coworkers. Right up the street from me. Mhm. Somebody know. Blows 100 bucks in weekly. Yeah. <laughs> to target we, got, right up the street. we have three Randolph and I live in the same neighborhood. We okay. have three targets within yeah. a 10 minute drive. <laughs> three you big got, ass targets. We got the target on on Route 7. Seven yeah. Right we got the, the target at Potomac Yard. And we got the other target a little further down. We got three targets, and there's also two WalMarts. They're all they're they're about 15 minutes away. The targets are all like seven, eight minutes away. Yeah. Wherever you are, you will have a target within seven minutes. Of yeah. Wow. That well, y'all live in a nice yeah, area we too. We were living in New York. There was in New York. It's tough to find Target. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so people say you can't find anything. There's a Target. There's Man, target. We went to it. Y'all lucky to live in uh in Queens off of um Queen Center Mall. Queen Center, yep. It's Queens in a mall. mall. Yeah. It's like a round mall in a neighborhood. It's tight, but it's a target. <laughs> it's a target. Man, y'all y'all lucky not to live in a bad part of town, man. And I like we only have one part of town that has like two targets back to back. It was funny though, one of them was a secret target, man. Like I went there to get a video game. And uh, unlike Walmart, I was actually assisted by customer assistance. And um, <laughs> the dude came over, and I was like, yeah, man, I'm looking for this video game. He's like, oh, man, we just sold out. And I was like, fuck, I guess I got to Walmart. He's like, hold up. You know about the other You know about the other target? Yeah, you said the magic word. You going to leave the store and go buy someplace else? Wait a second, I, I can find it. <laughs> He's like, you know about the magic target? Just no. go down to... <laughs> Go down to the railroad tracks and then, uh. Knock on the door three times. Yeah. They'll let you in. Say this Harry Potter spell three times and, uh, fucking. Here's the one thing Target don't got going for it. Sometimes Target will try to throw a high price at you. Right. Like they ain't Target. Right. They do that all the time. You act like you ain't Target. Yeah. Yeah. This fucking price. You know, if I come back in a week, this shit will be 90% off. Right. Right. They be trying to hit you with like, they be like, hey, look at this, uh, $10 lotion. You like, now you know that's $5 lotion, man. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> come on, dog. I, I get the same lotion at Walmart, Fuck out bro. Of here, man. <laughs> Y'all got yeah, me today. Me to go to Walmart. Yeah, they, they just be hoping that you don't want to go to Walmart that bad. Like, right. you know, Target would go out of business if Walmart went out of business first. I think so too. Cause people would just be like, man, I'll just go to the grocery store. This shit is yeah. too high. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, you even look at the like like Walmart has a McDonald's in it and like a, a pretzel stand. Target has a Starbucks. Starbucks. Right. You know I mean? Like yeah. our targets have Starbucks in them, so Starbucks. it just looks nicer. Like they're building across from me right now. They're building a grocery store. It's a Safeway, but they're not calling it Safeway. They're calling it a lifestyle Safeway. Yeah. Oh. I had to Google what that was. All that means is uh, it has hardwood floors in certain sections. The lights are a little dimmer. And they have an olive bar and a sushi bar. I don't know who even wants an olive bar. 
but it's like it's like oh it's, it's just nicer here you know you know what's oh. funny is there's a fresh mart right around the corner from that where that is yeah fresh mart i've been going to the fresh mart you 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 think whole foods is some high-end frou-frou shit Walk into a fresh mart sometime. That shit is ridiculous. Now somebody just lied in the chat. They said, "Be honest, the women who work at Target look better than the women who work work at Walmart." Hey man, that's not true, dog. You find uh, women that work at Walmart got yeah. like a got like a slutty strip club type mm-hmm. thing atmosphere. Depend on what on. kind of depend on what kind of woman you into, dog. Uh, don't yeah. just don't rush on that one, bro. That's all. I've seen some diamonds in the rough up in Walmart quite a few times, and they might have a few. Rough is right. Might have a few uh, fathers that you have to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> but they they got some uh the women ain't that bad bro um hey, you want to tell them like you know you could be working at target right 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 yeah. <laughs> you want to upgrade them and shit like have them a business card like come check us out at target you know try to, to give them a try to give them a car for a strip club right you, you don't have to go, go through all magic this. city don't you why are you fucking with this hey well you know target is a part-time job anyway so right like, she might right. be already yeah. be shaking it up dog you could be a porn right now mm-hmm Oh, wow. Target is like those chicks that try to act like they got class. You know, <laughs> not fooling me. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Anyway, man. And what, uh, we have yeah. talked about this now for 10 minutes. We ain't mentioned Kmart not one time. <laughs> Kmart don't matter. Yeah, I ain't seen a Kmart in and, so in long. A hot minute. Yeah, you know, there's something. There's a, there's a Kmart around here somewhere. There's yeah. a Kmart in Fairfax, which for us is like a half hour away. But I don't know. It was a couple of years ago when like uh, something came out, like a, a new PlayStation or something yeah. came out that was immediately sold out. It was one of those things, mm-hmm. and you couldn't find it anywhere. And then I and then some people like I saw on Twitter, like, oh, I just walked into Kmart. They had a whole shit wall <laughs> yeah, full of. Yeah, no one even knows about that. Shit. That's the only time I check. Goes. That's the only time I check out Kmart. Honest to God, yeah. you know, Kmart does does. Uh, Layaway stuff? Uh, probably. I don't know, dog. Yeah, like, yeah no, they do. They yeah. advertise it. Because they want oh, your wow. money. Because Walmart, everybody how, got rid of that. How you going to do? But how you going to do? That's like doing layaway a blockbuster video. Why would you do that? <laughs> it's not going to be there. Like, <laughs> Well, they were advertising on Steve Harvey's morning show. So that tells you right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's they're trying true. to get. You're going to lay. trying to get single mothers. Making payments on jumper cables, right? Like, yep. I want to. What's the point? I want to lay away all the Tyler Perry movies, the, the whole oh, collection, Lord, the whole set. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I want an Emerson videotape rewinder. Yeah. <laughs> y'all got VCR cleaner. Y'all, y'all sell VCR cleaners because I need some of that on layaway. I, yeah, I the head cleaner that didn't do shit. Yeah, I, I feel bad for all the kids that didn't grow up with layaway, man. Like, I feel like layaway built character. For us, like our it generation, dedication because it taught you it taught you a couple of important lessons. One, uh, delayed gratification. Right, that's good. Right. One. Uh, the second thing it taught you as how to pay a bill. Yeah, to pay a bill. The second thing it taught you was nothing is as cool six months away as it was the day you wanted it. Right. It didn't matter what the fuck it was when you got that shit off layaway. It was like, oh yeah, I remember this uh, jeans. I did. Ah. I did want some jeans one time. It's summertime now, mom. I can't yeah. wear these jeans. People don't wear acid wash jeans anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it it was funny. When cool. I was a kid, every store had layaway. Mm-hmm. Jeans yeah. West had layaway. Go around had layaway. Yeah, they're about getting your ass in debt. So yep. they was like, yeah. "Fuck it, yeah. layaway." Here's a card. Yep. Now they make you get a. They make you get a store card. Hey, hey, remember how happy you used to be when you got the money to get your shit off layaway, though? Oh yeah. Oh, you couldn't yeah. tell me shit. 
couldn't tell yeah. me shit, dog. Like, oh. You ever seen that meme of the brothers when they said they go out on Friday night and they dance into the whispers, keep on loving me? Looking like that? <laughs> yeah. That's how you look when you're on your way walking to the mall. <laughs> keep on loving me. You were strutting to the store like, I got the money now, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Last payments. <laughs> yeah, they be, they be knowing your name by then, too. They be like, oh, you're, you're back. You ever, get some, you ever get a little extra money and double up on a payment? Hell yeah. Well, that's Hell yeah, dog! You like you know what? Put the whole forty on that, bro. Just go ahead and do do the whole forty right now. I'll see you next week. I'm gonna get this. You got one more payment. Now I'm paying them both off today, baby. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be fresh as shit March 15th. Watch, <laughs> wait and see. They ain't gonna be able to keep these. They ain't gonna be able to keep these bitches off me. I'm gonna be beating them off with a stick, dog. Go to the club with your new shit on. Please, please let Tommy Hilfiger be in on March 15th. <laughs> please. It's going to be a problem. Oh, oh, Mr. Bond is trying to say Walmart still has it at Christmas. They do. Uh, oh, they do. That's that's cool. the, if they do, that's the only time of year they have it. Mm-hmm. And somebody just referenced Woolworths. Oh, my God. God damn. Where's a Woolworth? We don't have them anymore. Woolworth, you in your 40s. Yeah, I remember Woolworths. Uh, we used to have it at South Park Mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only yeah, thing... Woolworths. The only thing I remember about Woolworths, though, is that um, they had that sit-in in North Carolina at a Woolworths. Right. Woolworths. Yeah. So, so I was like, yeah. It's like uh, famous, too. Like, my grandma used to go in there, and I used to always be like, Mama, ain't, ain't this place racist? And she's <laughs> like, no, no, baby. That's just, no. That, that's that's a long, Yeah, that's Walmart a long time ago. Woolworths had a kitchen in it. They served, uh, like, a lunch. They had, like, a deli in it, I think. Yeah, you could sit at the counter and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what they yeah. had to sit in at, at the yeah, deli. yeah. Yeah, no, we had like a, it was a deli, but it was a full-on like sit-down lunch spot. They didn't have like the deli, like the long bar where you sit, where they had to like to sit in. Yeah, This man. was like, you it was like eating in a Denny's in the middle of a department store, like that. Someone asked about Zayers. Are you talking about Zales, Z-A-L-E-S? I remember well, Zales. Zales is a jewelry store. No, no there's a jewelry store. There, there, there. there was a that store must called be up there. Oh, I've never been to Zares, I don't think. Zares, no. Zales jewelry store. Zares, what is Zares sells? Clothes. Y'all had another close. store up here, Hex. Hex, yeah, they're gone too. Y'all had that. And that was mm-hmm. like took up, them. up here's version. Because Woolworths was like down south and on the mm-hmm. east coast, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was like oppression uh, down here, man. Yeah, somebody bought a Burge and Coke factory. That's the place. Well, that's I still, that still exists. That still exists. There's one right up the street from us. Why do they. Go to- why do they even call it a coat factory though? They sell way more oh, shit than coats. Right. Sell coats. All, a lot of coats. Yeah, but now they just sell like, you can go in there and get video games, like uh, TVs. You, know what you, you can get, you can get, um, uh, uh, what's the, what's the brand that, that Big used to wear? Uh, the sweater. Uh, Coogee? Coogee's. You can sell Coogee shit there. Swear oh, to God. Okay. Swear to God, you can get Coogee shit. Burlington, Burlington dog. Yeah, you can get Kanai, KC Stork. You can get Kanai's there, mm-hmm. and, and you can get a real good sale. I ain't gonna lie, Burlington Co. Factory. You go in there doing the off season. Oh, your shit will be on sale. Yeah, watch out though. I just read a thing about how at Marshalls and stuff, like they pay companies. They when they have an, a like a brand name thing, thing, mm-hmm. say like uh, Express. Mm-hmm. They buy the name. They pay the companies for the name, and then they farm out the quality through ah. another company. So the quality is lower. Like I bought some sweaters, some Express sweaters from Marshall, mm-hmm. and the buttons kept falling off the sleeve. 
When I read that, I was like, well, now it makes sense. Yeah, that's the first has like three S's. You're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. No, no. The name is perfect. It's express name. They bought it's the logo. It's just that you pick this shit up and you're like, wait a second. The buttons are pyramids. Yeah. It's not pyramids. This, is, this really looks like a Gordon Gar trail. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm not sure But it says this. express on it, you know. Um, all right, man. We have articles to get into. Um, get to them, baby. Um, I saw uh, someone put in the chat the Ghostbusters, they're redoing it and it's starring women. Um, I think we talked about this either last time you guys were on or with Dale Covey. I keep hearing that, but I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't heard anybody any casting on it yet. Yeah, I think the um, some someone involved with the movie, uh, director Peter Feig of Bridesmaid and the Heat fame announced on Twitter Wednesday that the new Ghostbusters movie is absolutely definitely going to be starring some funny ladies. Melissa McCarthy, because she's in everything, probably. Yeah, everything. Yeah, uh, maybe we can get. Uh, see, I don't feel like Tina Fey would do it now. Not now. She might no. be too big. Although it's an iconic movie, you know. Maybe you get if you get Amy Poehler and Tina Fey as Bill Murray. What is the attraction of having women be in it? Um, I just think we're at that point, man, where people just are happy to see, like, to break barriers. It's like voting for a black president. <laughs> you know, every, everybody will be happy that it was starring women. Then they'll go see it and they'll turn on it immediately. Right. Yeah. So it's like it'll just the only thing that matters is if it's funny or not. Uh, you don't honestly. see Charlie's Male Angels, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely don't see that because no one wants to watch that shit. Yeah. I was thinking about that uh, the other night. I was watching something. I was like, the the female body is so exquisite that everybody just is okay with it being naked. No one wants to see balls right. just wandering around. Yeah. <laughs> like a woman can walk around her house naked and get a positive review. No, man, I don't give a damn what kind of shape you're in. You ain't getting a positive review. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no one wants to see the shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how nobody wrote a blog about the male celebrities whose dicks were exposed and shit. Right. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Everybody's like, can we just <laughs> pretend it didn't happen? Like... By the way, if I got to hear Jennifer Lawrence com- complaining one more time about naked pictures, like, mm-hmm. really, bitch? It's like being raped? Are yeah. you stupid? It's a sex it's crime. Like a sexual, it's a sex crime. Is it? Hey, do this. It is. Go down to your local rape center, mm-hmm. and when they're sitting in that circle and they're discussing what happened to them, go ahead and talk about <laughs> how you got some naked pictures stolen from you and see how they react. First she of, use the word rape, though. First of all, no, she says it's a, it's a, sex it's a sexual yeah. assault. She says it's a sex crime. She says it's a sex crime. It's not a sex crime. It's all right. not. I, I think it's a sex crime. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah, it is. I, know. I think is. that cheapens what happens to women who are really involved with sex crimes. Well, I think it's a cyber crime. I think mm-hmm. it's a No, she sees it as how dare they do this to my body. Mm-hmm. Like, you're the dumbass who threw naked pictures into a completely unsafe place. Mm-hmm. Completely unsafe. Yeah, see, I, complete, yeah I, I completely disagree with you because those pictures were never meant for us. It got hacked. It's of not course like she, they're not meant for us. Right, so... But we all agree. Look, we all agree that the Internet is an unsafe place. We all agree on that. We agree on that, and we accept that. That's why we have people who... St- who who uh, there are companies ex- exclusively devoted to stopping hackers exclusively devoted to g- if you get hacked they will seek that shit out and find out what happened to you to make sure if you get your money taken from you the bank gives it back why would you throw naked pictures into that and 
I, I think you should because uh, because yes, it, you can. It's it's not it's not a safe environment. It's just not. Well, here's the thing. There's nothing here's, safe about it. Well, here's a, the here's the thing things? though. Even if even if we all would agree that it's dangerous to put your stuff there, right? Even if we could all consent that that is a dangerous environment, right? Yeah. The violation that she feels right. is still is still going to be the same regardless of. It's kind of like coming up to somebody and being like, well, why'd you wear that dress down that dark alley at that time of night? No, it's, it's not rape. It's not, I'm not rape. Saying, we're, I'm you're making a comparison. It, you're, you're putting it into that category of why did you wear that dress down that dark alley? Yeah. It's not rape. She was not I'm not, I'm not saying it's, the, I'm, not saying it's I'm not saying it's equal. I'm not saying it's equal. Somebody in the in in thing said, uh, uh, it's, it's like, uh, Elle was on her phone. That's because your phone is connected. You, you said your phone is not on the internet. Your phone is connected to the internet. If you take a picture now, unless you change your settings, it uploads to the cloud. Louie talked about this one time on, on a Cohen show that everything is going to be in the cloud. Everything is going to be in the cloud. And it is now. Everything goes to the cloud. Particularly if you have the six. I think if right anything, if, if anything happened, like, you know, we all, we all have online banking. We do shit online. It's, it's, uh, obviously subject to possible hacking. If someone hacks into something of yours and takes something of yours, even if it's innocuous, I think you should be able to complain. I mean, right. why, you why feel can't violated. you feel violated? You feel violated. I'm not saying you can't complain. That's but all she's doing. don't turn it into something that's beyond it and saying, well, I've, I've been violated sexually. You haven't been violated sexually. Your shit got stolen. Your shit got stolen. That happens. Don't say you've been violated sexually. Yeah, I disagree. No one would have stolen I, yeah. it if it wasn't sexual. Yeah. Right. It's definitely. They they people picked. would steal it anyway because she's a star. But, but even beyond that, I don't, I just, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with somebody. You clearly should understand if you're taking naked pictures on your phone, there's a chance that somebody can get at it. You have that, to believe that. that. That's that's true, and I, I and, 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 and I and I do understand it. I think my my, my argument is that. If it had been a picture of her with a fucking puppy, nobody would have gave a damn. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's like the context of the picture was her body. And because exactly. it was well, her body. Why take, that, why take that picture on your phone? She has the right to. It's like you. It's, it's, I'm it's not saying she doesn't have the right to, but you better understand that it's not secure. And that's and, the point I keep coming back to. We all agree that and, the internet is just not secure. And yeah, I, putting I, your money in a bank isn't secure, but you do it. Right. And no, it's, no, it's not. But that's, that's the thing about online banking. You know that when you start online banking, the odds start to stack against you. Like, if you put your money in the bank, let's say you physically go to the bank and put your money in the bank, and somebody comes in in heat style, they rob the bank. Mm -hmm. Heat style, you know you're going to get that money back because it's covered by FDIC. So you know you're going to get that money back. Online banking, I'm I'm assuming is covered by FDIC also if they can prove that. Well, let's just say was, let's just done, let's this just this was done through it and a half, right. which is pretty good right now. Right, but I still feel inconvenienced. I still I still will complain. I will still say I got robbed. I will still be upset. People, like like even if someone and then someone else comes up and goes, yeah, man. Well, I got robbed by gun pointing in my face. It's like yeah, your shit was worse, but we still both got robbed. Yeah, no shit, that shit is that shit's a lot worse. Right. I don't I don't equate that when they when they say it's about it's it's I mean I guess it's a sex crime because it's a sexual picture. Right. It's degrees to the shit. Yeah. Get, but they degrees. seem to be equating this into everything now is exactly like rape because we live in a rape culture. So mm -hmm. everything is and I'm doing air quotes. Right. Yeah. Everything is exactly like rape. It's not like rape. 
And, and I agree it's, with you on that. I, I agree with you. Like it's still like rape. You can't just say everything is like rape because but nobody is what happens to a woman who really does get raped. But, but nobody, nobody's saying be, that, though. But nobody's saying that. It doesn't have to be like rape. To in order yeah. to be a uh, sex crime, in, right? And know. in order to feel violated, it's kind of like the word homophobic, right? Yeah, I just don't, like, hom- like, don't like, fucking take a picture. Do it old school like we did. Get you a Polaroid camera, take the picture, shake that shit up, put it in the shoebox, put it under the bed. Someone can find that too. I, I've, I've the grandchildren, yeah, and they yeah. just tell me you know, grandmommy was. A and then they could, they could take it. <laughs> they could take it and scan. They could take it and scan it and put it on the internet. Here, like here's, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. It's kind of like it's like, kinda, like he I don't think it goes in rape culture territory either. But they try to throw everything into rape culture territory, right. or it's rape culture, or this. And I'm like, no. Well, we agree there, but here's yeah, the thing. Here, here's the th- shoebox. <laughs> here's here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Um, it's kind of like the word homophobic, right? There's one word for homophobia, and it's the same word they use for dudes who go, "Man, I don't want to see two dudes kissing when I watch True Blood." And they also use that same word for when it's like a dude that drags a gay dude behind a pickup truck in Mississippi. Right. And and the, and so there's a rejection of the term where it's like, dude, you can't be calling a guy who said fag one time homophobic as well as this other guy. But there's just not uh, this other term. We don't have another term for what happened. We talked, we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. And I agree with that. What that makes you do. I said the same thing you just said. What that makes you do is, as a person, is you have to apply some forethought to the things that you're saying. Are you going to call the guy who says faggot one time homophobic? Mm-hmm. Are you going to apply that term to him? You're going to have to sit and apply some thought to it before you just throw the term out. Mm-hmm. Are also, you not everyone, to do that? Not everyone uh, has the same definition right. of homophobic as you or sex crime as you. So if someone thinks this is sex crime and you don't, that doesn't make their definition of sex crime less valid it just means they see it differently i I mean i think for jennifer lawrence she sees it as a sex crime and it at least technically it is i mean you can talk about degrees like you know like murder one murder two like they don't have degrees like that for a lot of crimes but Mm -hmm. she sees it that way and you don't that doesn't mean she's wrong to see it that way didn't a guy get but if i say that i'll be shot it down i will be seen as wrong from a certain group well, didn't a guy get? There was a guy who got ten years for this in prison. Yeah. So it is a sex crime. She is technically one hundred percent right. I look at it as a crime. It's definitely a crime to to hack into somebody's shit. That's not even a question. Mm-hmm. That's definitely not even a question. It's definitely a crime hacking into somebody's shit and taking somebody's stuff. And and you should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. What about mm-hmm. when like um, like remember, I think one time years ago Brad Pitt got photographed on a balcony from some guy like a mile away with a giant camera. And he was naked. Now, that was a private moment. He was technically, you know, I guess somewhat in public because he was on a balcony. I mean, that's a violation. It's an invasion. What they'll, call, he, what they'll say is because it was in public. Well, what if people get, if people get photographed that. through windows, too. I mean, celebrities I, can't have their windows I think open. If someone is, yeah, exactly. And they'll say it's because it's a, it's a public thing and you didn't, cl- you didn't uh, close the window. What, what that, what, you and I talked about that. That's still no, a violation. There's no expectation of privacy when you're out in public. You're the but one who told but me if that. you're in your house with a window, you know, the, the blinds. Let's say, are okay, so let's do the balcony one. So if you're on the balcony and you get photographed, yeah, as in the Brad Pitt case, does yeah. he have the expectation of privacy when he goes out on his balcony? I think mean, he can still be mad. By the way, I, mean, I do that. 
Yeah, neighbors <laughs> all over the place. Let them ball slang. <laughs> but you wouldn't be mad though. Like I would, because I feel like you're trying to. Because first you started off like I stand like Superman. Because <laughs> you you started off saying that like you're getting tired of her complaining. I'm saying who the fuck wouldn't complain? What, right. I who would. is this? Who is this imaginary person that's just well, like fuck I it? I don't like you. Would hit my ass every day. Now, through a lot of people, it has now become she was raped. Damn mm. near. That's the thing. I don't like that. Because I think that's... Like carry that, the baggage of all these, of like the other that people. That cheapens what happens to these many, many, many millions of women mm-hmm. who are raped. I feel like, I, from I feel like, I feel like that's what, raped. that's what you're hearing, but I don't feel like that's what people are saying. I don't think people are really going around saying it's the same as rape. I think. No, because I don't think, I don't, yeah. I don't think it is. But I think I, if she wanted to say that, she would have just said rape. She said it was a sex crime and I agree. Um, and also, I don't think she should be held responsible for how other people characterize what happened to her. If they go to an extreme and say it's yeah. just like rape, she shouldn't have to then change how she feels or how she articulates it because someone else is going to say something. So, you know, it's it's all about how she feels about it. Not yeah. if, if they being, you know, whatever, the blogger community, if yeah. they start going, it was rape, she shouldn't have to then change how she how she articulates it. Because yeah. some extremists <laughs> think it's rape. He said she. Uh, he said Ava just made things awkward. No, she didn't. Nah, she it's can't fine. Yeah, she it's fine. fine. Um, but yeah, man, it, and uh, like like I said, the guy who leaks Scarlett Johansson's news. Hey, you know who handled these pictures being taken perfectly? Jill, Jill Scott. Scott. Yeah, I knew everybody. Everybody runs to Jill Scott, but honestly, Jill Scott's picture that was naked wasn't her. So no, it's not she the same. There's two. Right, and one of them wasn't I've her. Seen them both. <laughs> yeah. The one, the, and she—that's what she said. She was like, "Look, the one is definitely me. The other one is not. You can tell yeah. by the gap in my thighs. Yeah. But that other one with the robe—that's me. And the yeah. one—the one that's her, she actually has like she's covered up. Like, yeah. She, so, so I can see why she would be like, "Yeah, it's not the same." And I guarantee that she would, you know, have these ladies' backs. If 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 Jennifer Lawrence is like, yeah, I feel valid. I feel like uh, Jill Scott wouldn't be like, bitch, just lighten up. She'd be like, yeah, I definitely understand. It's a violation, man. Um, yeah. Also, it's and even twenty. If it's, yeah. Even if it's short of rape, let's say let's say there is an expectation of privacy. You go to your doctor's office. You're a woman, and he photographs your breasts because of some, you know, maybe there's a lump or whatever the case. Right. And then he goes and tells his boys, guess what I got on my phone? I have I no problem Scarlett with that. When you do have it, when you do go into the doctor's office, there is an expectation of privacy. But what I'm saying is, yeah, but but still, I mean, that's that's also not rape, right. but it's still a sex crime. If he puts those pictures out, I mean, any short of rape can still be something that do you have the expectation of privacy dealing with the cloud? Yes. Yes, do. I do. Yes, and, I do. And to yeah. prove it, these women are going to win that lawsuit, and then yes. and then we'll be sitting around like, well, I guess they had a fucking right, point. Because my- they did promise your privacy. That's, right. This password protected. You're only one supposed and, to be able to get into it. Everything's supposed to be encrypted. And that's the point. And the motherfuckers got hacked. They about to come up off that guap for and, these white women. Well, they get caught and good. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a cybercrime, so good. I hope they do yeah. get nailed to the fucking wall. Yeah, I have no problem with her saying that shit. I mean, she had to say something, dog, and I would have been saying, I would, y'all lucky it wasn't me. Y'all, look, y'all lucky it wasn't my black ass either. If it was me, I would have been crying and shit and been up here like, yeah. I got raped! It was the same <laughs> as rape! It was just exactly like rape. Have you seen yes. Oz? Have you seen Oz? It was worse than that. It I was w- worse. I'm gonna apple stuff an apple up my ass. I am right. upset. They violated me. Why are you looking at my balls, man? What's wrong with y'all? Y'all have never heard the end of it. Yeah. 
But anyway, um, oh, my man said if it was Rod, Bill Burr would be fat shaming him. Yep, <laughs> Bill Burr would be like, "Look at this disgusting motherfucker." I'm like, "Yep," and I'm about to get paid. Right, it's on a salad. Paid in the shade. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude got ten years fucking with Scarlett Johansson on that. Uh, it ain't a sex crime shit. So, uh, fuck with her if you want to, man. Um, hey, man, in a laboratory in five years, they should be able to grow penises. <laughs> Grow them. Don't they already make them with double D's? To do what, though? Uh, <laughs> to what end are we growing these penises? Well, they're working on lab-grown vaginas. Uh, the Wake Forest Institute for Regenerative, Regenerative Medicine. For what reasons? What end? Uh, and laboratory-made penises uh, should be ready for use in five years. Why are these people losing their sexual what? organs? What? What is this? The strain? What about, What's happening? What if you get your penis cut off, Karen, and you want to get another one put back on? Oh, so your vagina the just falls off too? I don't understand. I'm comprehending this. Um, I don't know. They re- researchers cleanse the donor penises and detergent to remove all the living cells, oh, leaving behind a collagen frame where scientists then see the donor penis. Yeah, right. You got to get a donor penis. <laughs> Oh, um, first. Who is the donor? You know, probably no, it's a, cadavers. It's a dead body. Yeah, cadavers. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh. These include smooth. They, oh, so then they seed penile seeds, um, penile cells harvested like from penile the. Penile seeds? Yes, Karen. Harvested from the patient himself. These include smooth muscle cells and endothelial cells, which are necessary for erectile function. Also, uh, pretty soon they're going to have like real lifelike dildos. I don't Is that know. what we're talking about? I, I'm under the assumption. It's a nasty story. You're going to get pregnant by your dildo? Look, I'm feeling sexually violated <laughs> right now with this fucking story. <laughs> this is uh, a sex crime. Now, this is a sex crime. What they did to the courses is a sex right. crime. I don't understand. What, what, what? Who's the guy who donated his body to science and you know he was thinking like, Use me to cure cancer. Yeah, and use my eyes. To give, give eyes to, to blind children that will right. never learn to see without my eyes. My heart helps somebody. Yeah, and then uh, when you die, they just like cut his dick off. Let's go. Burn the rest. <laughs> burn, <laughs> burn them. I never drank alcohol in my life or did any drugs. Burn this motherfucker up and get his dick. <laughs> That's all we want. <laughs> Uh, after years of testing, the team is ready to try this procedure on humans. If successful, this will mean higher quality of life for men. Unfortunate to be born with an abnormal what penis. You know, some of these guys got abnormal penises, man. Yeah, like a birth defect. Yeah. But some people are born without hands. Right. Like, <laughs> wouldn't that be more important? We're to talking get your about hands straight. We're talking about. Um, we're talking about. Pen- well, first of all, I don't want. Uh, a regular penis with no hands. That seems like a waste. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Well, the, uh, I thought they just checked in and said there are vets with damaged goods. We do know this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Suffer catastrophic injuries yes. to the penis. Ugh. Uh, yeah, you know. Do you get to pick a size? Like, well, what, you want the six, you want the seven, you want the right. eight. Oh. Right. It's going to cost you more, way do more. You want it veiny? You get. I want a black one. Can I get a black I one, please? Veiny. Can mine vibrate? I actually would like two. You want it black with like a with like a tan tip? What do you want? <laughs> I, I want two black penises, please. I would like two um, of them. Um, you, what's funny too is like if you do like have your penis get like injured and shit, and it's like yeah, we're gonna get a replacement penis. So how big was yours? It's about uh, twelve inches or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, right? Well, what's the biggest you got? It was about that. Yeah. What's the biggest you got? Close enough. 14 inches, that's close enough. 
um Ugh. only he with this new, only with this new procedure with men begin to regain erectile function come in cut and uncut <laughs> you want to <laughs> circumcise nah man nah, leave that extra meat on there man i always want an extra half uncircumcised <laughs> <laughs> give me a super size uh penis guys um it's worth noting, however, that precisely because this method requires use of the patient's own penile cells, it won't be used to trans, it won't be used for transgender female to male patients hoping to undergo sex reassignment surgery. Mm. Okay. So they'll for, figure that one out eventually too. Oh yeah, they'll fix yeah. that issue. So for yeah. all you guys who are not progressive. Well, they'll probably use the vagina for the uh, males then. Cause they have vagina. You said they're mm-hmm. doing vaginas too? Yeah, they're doing lab grown vaginas too, man. You know, the thing is, like... Vagina's actually not that hard to make, apparently, for Mm -hmm. transgender. It's Mm -hmm. the penis that's the impossibility. Have you ever seen when they make the... When they make the the penis for a transgender? You ever watch one of those documentaries? It's like a Gordon Gartrell penis. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It looks looks just like it. It don't come out good. If you're standing (laughs) sideways and got one eye closed as you look at it... (laughs) Don't come out good. They're either very small, like they're they're weirdly big. It don't come out good. <laughs> it don't come out good. Because I guess they got. But the vagina it. always comes out great. Mm. They know how to. They know how to make that. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, gotta work with what you got, man. What um, if you want like three? I mean, can you? Do you have to? That's stop what I'm one? saying. Can I just get like three penises? I just want like I guess two. You, you run into a. You run into an, a yeah. corrupt doctor. A doctor with no. Morals, I guess. No right. ethics about it. Just pay me. The- I put one on your forehead. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem with three penises is do I, does that mean I need six balls? Because it's a lot of balls, man. You know, I, yeah, uh, two yeah. real, real big yeah. ones. Contrary to popular belief, I live a pretty active lifestyle, and I can't play ball. <laughs> With fucking six balls, man. That's a little too. It's, it's hard enough with two balls. That would be scary. Worried That'd about somebody hitting you in the nuts, man. That'd be like some hentai porn. All them penises coming at you. <laughs> just mentioned that on the podcast. Finally, hentai porn can become a reality. Right. I guess so. Dude, that's what we need: monsters with dicks. Right. I want two dicks and seven tentacles. Come on, yeah, man. That's what we need. Hook me up. Um, <laughs> the Gresham Police Department investigators are looking for a man who reportedly stole a pistol from an owner at gunpoint uh there was a dude he's an open carry uh advocate so he was openly carrying his gun and he got robbed of that shit by a 19 to 23 year old (laughs) who approached him asking for a cigarette you know what good for his ass (laughs) (laughs) well you know guns are like the number one most stolen thing in america which is hilarious to me Good, good for it. Sounds like an MOP. Well, but he he literally had a good guy with a gun. I yeah. mean, it, it, that's that's the perfect scenario to be an open carry guy. Good for his ass. The guy walked up and said, "Can I get a cigarette?" Didn't say what kind, which would have narrowed down the race. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a menthol cigarette? If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> black man. You got any black and milds on you? Uh, he said, "I like your gun. Give it to me, that's Coleman." Coleman handed over his new gun, and the suspect oh. left on foot. New gun too. He didn't know how to use it. He wasn't. He didn't yep. know what he was doing. Yep, he was out here flossing, man. What's funny? <laughs> what's funny is if he would have had uh, the penis surgery, uh, he wouldn't have needed a gun. He would have been confident in himself. <laughs> wouldn't have had nothing to compensate for. Uh, but no, nah, he wouldn't. Walking with a dip in his hip. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> went out there with a small penis and a big gun and got his ass robbed. Uh, Good for his ass. 
that's always the, the warning. Like if someone asks you what time it is or they want a cigarette, just, yep. just get the fuck out of there. Dude, I had a teacher in high school who was a, like literally one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. Um, and, uh, you know, like, uh, he taught physics and shit. He actually left and went to Georgia Tech to teach like, uh, physics, like engineering and shit. Like really smart man, Mr. Gore. Uh, and, uh, you know, he took a liking to me, man, cause one, I was one of the only black people in the physics class. Um, and then two, you know, I was kind of a class clown, but he was okay with it cause the shit was beneath him too. Um, so, uh, I remember he went to New York, he came back, he had a black eye and he was at work. I was like, damn, what happened to your eye, Mr. Gore? He's like, yeah, I got robbed. And I was like, how'd they rob you? Cause you know, you know, it's New York. I know when you got on the, like, didn't you expect? To be on your guard for getting robbed, like you should be aware of this. He was like, "Yeah, man." Some dude just walked up to me in the subway. and was like, "You have the time," and I started laughing before he could finish the story. Like I laughed so hard, like, <laughs> the rest of the class couldn't get shit done. He was like, "Stop, like stop laughing. It's not funny." And so for the rest of the fucking year, every single time I saw that dude, I'd be like, "Hey, Mister Gar, you got the time?" And he uh, was he, giving him PTSD flashbacks. Why you him like that? He fell for it every time. I was trying to teach that man. <laughs> he kept looking at his watch. He taught me physics, and I taught him the streets. And you just kept robbing him. Nah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I could have did. Like, now give it up, motherfucker. But nah, he fell for that shit like so many times. By the end of the year, he finally caught on, and I felt like he could take that lesson in life and do something with it. But and he could take that and run with it. Yeah, he's too smart to be getting robbed like that. Like, if, if you're smart, you need to get robbed in a way where I'm like, God damn, dog, they got you. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> what you going to hey, do about that? Smart you. Yeah, you can't get robbed the same way a dumbass person gets robbed, man. Come on. Um, well, that's why he got robbed, because he's too smart. He's so smart, he ain't thinking about street shit. Yeah, that's, yeah, he's probably, probably sitting up there like E times the, the mass. Minus, oh quantity. shit, oh shit. Plus pi. What, right. what are we talking about here? <laughs> you ain't thinking about the street shit. Uh, so have, I don't, I saw this study apparently about, um, engagement rings. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you guys spend on engagement rings. Uh, if, if, if you, if you engaged or whatever, if you did that, but, uh, according to this survey, um, the more you spend on a ring, the more likely you are to get divorced. Of course. That makes perfect sense. Mm. Y'all I spent, I spent zero. Okay, so you should be together yeah. forever. And, and it wasn't like I gave I gave her like my grandmother's. I just we just didn't do that. Mm. There was no engagement ring because it's a huge marketing scam. It's not a tradition that, that dates back to any time. It's just someone the the jewelry company just made it up one day, mm-hmm. attached emotion to it. So I had I was with my with my wife nine years before we got married. So I had nine years to plant that seed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you, did you meet someone that was already on that shit to talk them into it? I think it's a little both. I think, okay. I, but I, but I, ta- I, I talked about it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I would bring it up just inappropriately. Just out- and another thing about diamonds, just out of nowhere. <laughs> just finished, just finished fucking. Oh, that was great. Let's talk about these diamonds for a second. Listen, <laughs> he, talk, he go to the diamonds. Andy was just going to the mall to walk past the jewelry store <laughs> so they like could have the, the conversation. I'm standing in front of in front of Zales like Furious Styles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at these suckers. <laughs> um, leaning, leaning on the door. <laughs> if, um, well, that's the thing about diamonds. Diamonds aren't rare, right? Diamonds no. aren't rare. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. How does that work? Like, I guess it works on the women, but how does that work? Where you can be like, yeah, it's rare, but it's rare like tops baseball cards. Like, it's not like you can't <laughs> find one. You just go to the fucking mall, and a whole bunch of them are there. 
I don't think uh, they're, they're as rare as women are saying. Diamonds are not rare. It's the thing is that one or two companies own all the fucking diamonds. Right. <laughs> so it's like the beers and another family with that weird kind of Mervis. Anglo name, yeah. you yeah. know, Mervis, yep. you know, these weird South African names, something with a lot of consonants in it. And then when I was a kid, it used to be two months salary. And then now everyone says three months. At some point they upped it. Like, yeah. you know, like they to try to act because now I've, I've told people like, you know, it's two months, not three. And they'll say, no, it's always been three. And it hasn't. It used to be two like 20 years ago or more. Mm. And then they just they just keep up in it. So, you know, they just try to make it they try to attach it to this idea of love. And don't don't you love her? Don't you want to give her things? Well, no. Yeah, I don't want to give her the worst. No. The worst those things aren't the same. Yeah. The worst is about to come up, too, because those Christmas diamond commercials come up. Yeah. Yep. The ones that's like, you know, yo, man. Well, that- that fucking Jared commercial's a scam. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lean all on you about the shit. to Jared. Mm-hmm. Is your man cheating on you? Because well, he definitely... Jared. I thought Jared was a fat dude who <laughs> ate some sandwiches. Right. And got skinny. Yeah. Now he's he, pushing diamonds? The dude, he hands her a six-inch turkey, so I'm like, I went to Jared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Jared is good to us, babe. Jared is looking out for our health. Yeah. It, it, like When it gets to Christmas, they always do that thing where it's like, I bet your man watched football all Sunday because he cheating on you. Oh Lord! <laughs> anyway, every and kiss the man gets nothing. But by the way, never, never <laughs> anything. It's every kiss begins with K for you. Yeah, for your yo ass. You get a simple, you get a simple band and the the promise of my vagina yeah. when yeah. I well, choose to give it to you. There's <laughs> another word that ends with K, and uh, that's what we're looking for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's funny though is. Um, like even with all that, how much did you spend on your engagement ring, Randolph? I not a whole lot, honestly. Mm. I held out for it. First of all, I have no money. Okay, that's the smart <laughs> one. Held out for the band, right? Um, the G move. But the, I'll say this: mm-hmm. they tried to get me to buy the most expensive shit in the store. Well, the G oh, move yeah. is always to get married when you broke. That's the G move. Eh. Okay, a lot of these people fucking up in the game right now. It's like, oh no, nah, I'm gonna wait till I'm forty and I got my own shit. Oh, you mean when 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 she can hit you for your pockets? When yeah. she can when she can reasonably expect you to spend a lot of money because no, if you, you do it while you're young, you can be like, baby, we both broke. Yeah, you gotta come in early on the promise of we're building something together. Right. And then you lie to her like twenty years from now, we'll both go get rings yeah. that are made of <laughs> rainbows and shit that don't exist. <laughs> Um, yeah, according to this, you should spend no more than $2,000 on an engagement ring. No, no more than. Oh, well, no thank more you. Jesus. Men who shelled out between 2000 and 4000 on engagement rings were 1.3 times more likely to get divorced than men who spent between 500 to 2000 Well, let's, let's, let's review that right there. Break that down, Randall. If you're with a woman who wants to demanding a ring that costs more than $2,000. That's a sex crime. Ain't no, ain't no man thinking this shit ah, up on Now that is a sex crime. Yeah, that's a sex crime. Yeah. Ain't no <laughs> man thinking this shit up on their own. Of, I'm going to buy this girl this $5,000 ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, you're setting yourself up for a lifetime of somebody just demanding more and more and more shit from you. And probably giving you less and less and less to get it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Also, you, the divorce so is a. You just gonna marry this little this little girl who thinks she's a princess? Really? That's mm-hmm. your plan? Also, that, the, divorce divorce is a luxury. So yeah. it, would, it would make sense that the people that spend more have more to spend on divorces because there's a lot of poor motherfuckers that had to stay together because it took too long. It's like, you know what, man? I can't live. Somebody in the, in the chat room said 5000 ain't really that much. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Oh, please. <laughs> okay. That's You're one of, one of those? You're one of those? 1000 is a lot. Are you, uh, is it a woman, per chance? Guess the, guess the gender? <laughs> I can't tell by this name. This name could go either way. Uh, what is the name? <laughs> Tyneal? Tyneal. Tyneal Lynette. Oh, Lynette. Lynette. Oh, Lynette. Mm. Lynette. But that, it's two names. Tyneal Lynette. Yeah, okay. Really. You think that, you think Lynette's the last name? Oh, it's a girl. Yeah, come well, on. If you're saying, if you're saying 5,000 ain't that much, that ain't, means you're, right. you're expecting like an $8,000 rent. That means it's a floor. Yes. It's a floor, not a ceiling. <laughs> that's, that's what that Tyneal means. Said, Tyneal said, how much you think Beyonce's ring is? Okay, right yeah. there. First of all, Tyneal, you ain't getting Beyonce's ring. <laughs> How much do you think not. Beyonce's income is? You're not, because you don't move in the circles that Beyonce is moving in. Okay? Yeah. That's like when people complained about Oprah buying a $30,000 purse. Like, Oprah's a billionaire. Yeah. That $30,000 was in the ashtray of her flying car. I'm, that her, and you know, ah, billionaires drive. You know what's crazy, too, is that you know the number is skewed up because somebody spent way too much on a ring. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like when they do the average uh, price, uh, the average salary of a company, and you have to throw the CEO in there, and it fucks everybody's numbers up. <laughs> so if you throw Beyonce's number in there, it's like people selling out $2,000 for rings. It's, yeah, probably, it's probably even less. You can't put rich people's shit into ordinary people's lives. Right. They've got money. <laughs> you can't. It's not. You don't have that kind of money. If you did, right. you wouldn't even be talking about this. Well, right. also, do you want to compare yourself to Beyonce in other ways? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we it, will. <laughs> do you have her? Do you have her hips? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you're going you to make her average income? Because that's a lot of fucking money to justify that <laughs> ring, dog. Do you have her voice? Because she's also the number one breadwinner in that family. So, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of shit going and, on there. Think about what that means. She's the number one breadwinner. Her man's worth about $100 million. Right. So think about what that means. She beasting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, but I, I know there's a lot of social pressure on women. Cause a lot of like judging of the ring and then right. women, are, women are so fake. That's what it is. Like women are so fake too, that you really can't trust them. So you want your man to spend way more than he can afford because that's the only way you'll really be able to have some solace. Uh, cause you'll, you know, cause the women will do that thing when they're like, Oh, that is a pretty little tiny ass diamond. Oh, look at that precious mm-hmm. little baby diamond. Oh, how much did that cost? Like two, three dollars? Oh, well. You gotta, a, you gotta be with a woman who will floss that, that 50 cent, mm-hmm. uh, ring and will floss it. If you right. that woman, that's the marriage that lasts. Exactly. Start telling that's other women, pointing out that they don't have a ring to be jealous about. Yeah. Shit yeah. like, that's what I yeah. need. Yeah, <laughs> I need that's that. I need that on my side. Like, oh yeah, it, it didn't cost that much. It was very affordable. So, yeah, uh, right. is your baby father still coming over tonight, or yeah. is that? Oh, because yeah. maybe yeah, you need yeah, to stop. Yeah. Maybe you need to Did stop. Did Deron drop the baby's money off <laughs> right. for the Pampers? Yeah, right. drop that off. Because maybe you shouldn't be such a judgmental motherfucker. Either. Yeah, okay? that's that's the the shit you need. Um, that's the woman you want to be with. They also say well, that doesn't mean you should just use plastic ring. That you got out of a gumball machine, spending. No, 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 no,
Oh, spend a little bit of money. Yes. You don't even need a, that. The whole idea that a ring is required. You don't even need right. a ring. It's you know, this whole thing that like, oh, well, here's how you should spend. Well, if you're going to get a ring, you should get this ring. You got to get this. No, just don't even get one. What's the point? Now, this it's just is, to advertise to everyone else that you're committed? This is only measuring people who did buy a ring. So you have yeah. to think about they're saying spending less than 500 on a ring also leads to higher divorce rates. Of course. Because <laughs> you decided to buy a ring and then you were like, I'm not spending any money on this shit. Well, <laughs> also, you have to look at the whole receipt. If it was like a $100 ring and then an Xbox One. <laughs> Yeah, that's on a problem. The you got all this from Zales? What the fuck is this? <laughs> I want to read the whole receipt and then like Right. I got a PlayStation 4. Oh, and will you marry me? Yeah. Right. Like, like, uh, you spent the same on the ring as you did on a box of cookie crisp? Right. <laughs> on the same day. At the Walmart instead of Target? Right. Um keep your wedding cost under control. Spending more than twenty thousand dollars on a wedding led to divorce three point five times more frequently. Twenty thousand for women than those who spent five thousand and ten thousand, the average cost of an American wedding is nearly thirty thousand dollars, according That's to the not. My cost less than five hundred dollars. That's mm. too much. I don't know we how much we Vegas. spent, but it was less than that. Spending mm. a, a less than a thousand dollars on a wedding decreased the chances of divorce. So you well, go less than a thousand, and he's gonna be married forever. Yeah, five hundred bucks. Five hundred, bro. I'm about to say I was cheaper than that. What the cost of the certificate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The justice of the peace and the gas. Right. <laughs> Yo, Spacey said Andy needs to be writing that book. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Vegas for our wedding, so the wedding itself, because they have a whole industry. You can pay whatever you want. You can pay thirty grand in Vegas, or you can pay thirty bucks if you want. But our wedding itself cost three three hundred, mm-hmm. and then the pictures were about a hundred, and then you pay. You have to tip the minister and the limo driver. That's separate, which is about a hundred more, so about five hundred bucks. But they had it down to a science. Our wedding was at three o'clock. We were back in the hotel like three forty. Yeah. Oh, that's dope, man. See, yeah, that's the kind of wedding I want to go to. I got married in in Brownsville, Texas. My mother in law is basically the queen of Brownsville, so a lot of the stuff that we got done was uh, comp or this or that. The, the the church we got married in was my mother in law's church. Uh, my father-in-law is a professor at the University of Texas in Brownsville, so we had the reception in one of their halls on UT's campus. No money there. Uh, the pictures was a, a photographer girl that my wife went to school with. She took all the pictures in the video. Very little money spent there. Mm. I think maybe the most we put money down on was the tuxes and the dress. Wow. Maybe. Uh, even our even our honeymoon, my mother-in-law goes to Vegas a lot um so our hotel was comped completely wow the uh the honeymoon suite we stayed in old vegas though because she always stays at the golden nugget so Hmm. that was completely comped um they they comped our meals just because she goes to vegas a lot Man, it's so, funny because men talk about weddings the exact kind of worked out like that. Like men talk about weddings the exact opposite of women talk about weddings. True. It's like, oh, it was so cheap, man. Let me tell you how I got this deal. <laughs> like, women are, are more like, listen, roses came down from the ceiling. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, like I don't care how you yeah. did it. That's what I wanted. Then actually, two doves did the first dance. And then, yeah, and yeah. then we they did our They let the electric slide. Yeah. And then they brought out they brought out a unicorn, but it didn't have a horn. It had a, a surgically uh, a, a, had a dick on it. Right, had a, a penis on had his a forehead. Like, the only one in the world <laughs> was here. I got to write it. All right. Um, Jay Z was in Paris 
and this dude was taking pictures of uh, just random people and shit. And uh, he happened to snap a picture of Jay Z, and trying to be sarcastic, he said, "Who is he?" And uh, I have a clip of it right here. It's hilarious to me for some reason. No video. Ah, okay. Huh. Who is he? Meeple. Who are you? Who is he? Who are you? Meeple. <laughs> yeah, they told his security told him not to even take the shit. They they said no yeah. video. Ah, okay. He kept filming. Ah. Who is he? Who are you? Meeple. <laughs> That's so good to me, man. I don't know why, but that shit, I can watch that 8,000 times. Ah, But that is a valid question. Jay-Z holding Blue Ivy in the silver coat in Paris with Beyonce and security and just looking at the cameraman like, the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) And Blue Blue not giving a damn. Yeah, do what the man told you and stop taking pictures, bitch. Hey, (laughs) no expectation of privacy. Yep, there you go. Uh, it was he a sex crime. be the only one taking pictures. I'm sure there was yeah. like a hundred people taking pictures. Jay Z got sex crime. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe. Sex crime. Can't believe Randolph was out here sex crime shaming people. And that was shit. a pedophilic sex crime right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a baby, baby was involved. Was a baby involved in that sex crime. <laughs> um. All right. Um. Uh, the Ebola patient that um that doesn't have a name. The black one. Yeah, he ain't got no name. Yeah, he just the Ebola patient. Ebola yeah. patient number one. His name was Thomas Duncan, and he dead. So he died. Yeah, I saw that today. That's interesting. He died uh, of that Ebola dog. Um, lying about well, that, what he was doing over there and shit. Uh, I guess Liberia doesn't have to worry about uh, suing him anymore. Uh, <laughs> they were they were like he violated the law. He lied, but uh, well, people point out a lot of things about that, like you know the the two. Uh, the two, I'm going to have to talk about it, I guess. The two mm-hmm. other patients, the white patients. The, the ones that will be saved. Are saved. <laughs> the black, the black fucking Ebola terrorist is dead now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the one that got sued for having it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but what, he might have died on, from choking on something. Like, yeah. We don't know the cause <laughs> yeah. of that. Yeah, it could be anything. Died, I think he died because they didn't uh, start um, treatment immediately. That's what I. Yeah. They it's, also didn't have the um, the company that makes the the drug, the the experimental drug that everyone's using, ran out. They sent it all to Africa, so they actually didn't have it available. And they sent the dude home from the hospital, and yeah, he didn't yeah. come back for a couple of days. That's what I think is that that's, that to me is the biggest part of it. Besides magically running out of serum, Hustle Crow is that they didn't admit him into the hospital. They just sent him home. Mm-hmm. That to me is a bigger is a bigger problem. Why did you send him home? Yeah. What aren't you aren't you doctors? Aren't you hospital? Don't you see you don't I'm sure they talked about this at some point. I bet you can get to the front of the emergency room line right now though. You say you got Ebola. Yeah, I got oh, a fever. Yeah. I got a fever. Like if I tell if I turn like if I twist my ankle at the basketball court, I'm gonna go over in there like it's Ebola dog. Like Dude, I got a fever <laughs> and make my t- ankle swell. <laughs> I twisted my ankle in West Africa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been coughing on, on a lot of shit in here too, by the way. So y'all might want to hurry up and get me inside. Um, yeah. Get this I ankle. Think, uh, I just think they didn't. They didn't. They didn't start the treatment in a timely manner. Yeah. Well, they've yeah. never treated Ebola. Anyone, no one in that yeah. hospital has ever treated or diagnosed or identified Ebola. So mistakes get made. You know, mm-hmm. that's just yeah. the way they it goes. Said that they, they told every every hospital they sent them that they, hey, if somebody should come from West Africa. And they well, he didn't something. come from West Africa. He or came Liberia. from Texas. 
This how this this how that from Liberia. Apparently, they asked him. They're like, "Hey, where are you from?" Well, I mean, look at I am from Liberia. Where are you from? (laughs) Houston. I am from Houston. H Town. Do not question me. I am from H Town. Good love, body rocking, knocking boots. Bow down, bitches. (laughs) All night long. I I figure if he had an African accent, I I I just think he talked like Matumbo. That's the only way I'd be able to tell. I wouldn't be able not to understand no, what he had. Not no fly in Houston. Yeah, maybe that was the problem. They couldn't understand what he was saying. Like, oh, my God, Bola. They was like, what, what do you have? What? Yeah, take this Take this for your voice. Yeah. I think he has <laughs> a sore throat. I think he has a throat. Something's wrong with his throat, guys. You got a fever, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the seventh heathen, uh, Stephen Collins. Uh, more news has come out about him and his child molesting ways. Uh-oh. Well, you know the saddest part about this shit, man. It's only coming out because he's having a, a nasty divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that's. I thought that she could have. She could have blown that whistle. Tw- like years ago. Years twelve ago. years ago, she was first informed yeah. of this twelve years ago. I thought, that, I thought that same thing. Yeah, man. Here it's, we go with a sex crime. Right, it's so <laughs> dirty. Like, like I know you can't have sympathy for a pedophile, but it's kind of that Donald Sterling thing. We just like. They got you, bro. I, shit. They well, I thought that, you shouldn't have uh, did it, but damn, they got you in the cold way. I thought that um, therapy sessions were. Uh, I did too. Give it up, Doc. What is doctor? Guess your, I guess your wife can't. Right? No, she exactly. she recorded it without his knowledge. Right. So the doctor didn't give it up. The doctor right. has to stay quiet on that shit. So she had a little tape recorder. She was like, "Can you say that again into my sleeve?" Yeah. She <laughs> and like her questions when you hear the audio are so like leading. Well, she's like, she's acting because she, I think she's an actress too. So like, she's acting very well when she's just like, Oh, I'm so, I'm just so distraught right now. Um, how many was it exactly again? Two or three? You said three earlier. How many? Um, now what, what exactly? Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm going to start crying right now. But, um, how many, what night was it exactly in question? And what time? Because uh, earlier you said something different. I can run. I can run back the tape. I mean, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember. I got. I got. Can you read the minutes back? Who the hell is that? <laughs> like the, even the therapist was trying to move on at one right. point, and she stopped the therapist. Like, nope, 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 nope. Gotta talk about this. Um. So, uh, you were definitely touching kids, right? Um, even Donald Sterling was like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" <laughs> yeah. Dude was like, "I told you earlier in the disclosure." Remember? Oh, uh, like, this Stork is, this said is the cops you. came for him today. I guess they got him today. The cops came and scooped him yeah. up. Well, what's crazy with all this news, um, Seventh Heaven star, quote, unquote, Sarah Goldberg died at 40. What she die of? Of natural causes is what they're saying. Um, at 40? Ebola. At 40. They say she went Ebola. to sleep. They say <laughs> she, she went. in West Africa? She, she went to sleep and she just snow. didn't, she didn't wake up. Yeah. She uh, also was uh she uh was known for a scene that she did with Julia Roberts in uh my best friend's wedding <laughs> or some shit like that but yeah she's not really famous for much other than Seventh Heaven it seems she um, gonna be famous for being his last victim right like I was yeah. like cuz you know everybody about to come out everybody thinking that, everybody thinking the same thing it was like so then he probably molested you right that's yeah, what it that's is. the first thing I thought. Like, did she kill herself? No, he's yeah. killing his victims off, man. He doesn't yeah. want people talking. Mm-hmm. He's taking them out. Well, what's the point of recording something and then 12 years later you get a divorce? Like, she must have known, mm-hmm. oh, eventually I'm going to need this shit. Well, you know, like, well what they weren't hap- divorcing that year. What happened was 
the I don't think she recorded it from 12 years ago. What I think happened was 12, 12 years ago, she got an email from one of the girls who was like, yo, your husband definitely made me touch his penis. And yeah. she confronted him, and he said some shit like, well, you know, I must have had those whole je- jeans with the holes in them. They were real trendy. <laughs> and maybe my penis, she might have seen it through one of the holes. I, I guess. Maybe that was it. I don't know. And she let it slide, which I can't believe because even as a black man, with Demons jeans was out, there was no holes in the dick. Like, right. the ah! holes were never by the dick. That doesn't even make sense. You get the holes in the knee, unless his dick went down to his knee. Right, yeah, he barely had a transplant. <laughs> he got one of the long ones. Um, yeah, his lawyer is putting his Collins, uh, client's estranged wife, Faye Grant, on blast, claiming she has been trying to use the audio tape for years to extort money out of the actor. Hmm. Well, wait, why does that... Is that really putting her on blast? Because that's not saying it's not true. <laughs> I need my lawyer to have a better game than this dude. My lawyer got to step it up, man. You can't be talking about some, man, you can't trust that bitch. She's been using that to get money out of him. You got, I need you to come out and be like, it ain't true. <laughs> Over the course of our representation of Steven in a divorce case, Faye has repeatedly threatened to give him this audio tape to the media unless Steven agreed to pay her millions of dollars more than that hmm. to which she was legally Oh, entitled. you got to be talking kidding me. Yeah. She was trying to use shit to blackmail him. Yeah. Yeah. She go to jail. That mm-hmm. bitch should go to jail. If they could, she didn't care about. She didn't care about yeah. the fact that she's married to a fucking monster mm-hmm. ex over here. She just was using it to get money out of him. Where were those emails, by the way? Ain't that the truth? You know, she got all the other emails. Where the emails where you was blackmailing his ass for that million dollars? Oh, you lost those. <laughs> yeah, them got lost in the mix. Yeah. Uh, when the demands were rebuffed, Faye attempted without success to peddle the tape in numerous ways to numerous different people. It appears that she has finally found an audience for the tape, not surprisingly on the eve of the trial in the divorce case where, again, she's seeking millions of dollars more than to which she is legally entitled. I bet for years she was just buying him jeans with holes in the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> she so, probably cut him out herself. It's a setup. It's like, just well, to set him up. Yeah. You keep giving him the same jeans for, for, for Christmas every year. These are stylish. They're hot. Yeah. Um, They're hot. <laughs> Kaplan says he'd like to address the audio confession, but he can't. Though we would like to address the tape itself, the circumstances dictate that we must regrettably refrain from doing so at this what time. What are you possibly going to say? <laughs> right. This is going to fix this. I was this. working on a roll. <laughs> yep. What are you going to say? <laughs> We were doing you improv. Shut your mouth. Ah, we were, go we were, to ground, man. We were no, doing we that child molestation improv. You ain't we, never had that one. I was reading for the part of Jerry Sandusky. It was, <laughs> was going to be my defining oh role. My God. Yeah, we did a little improv game here. Yeah, then you can say. We like Just it called uh, pedophile improv. Um, hey, there's no one says no in improv. Hope that right. the statute of limitations ran out. I had to, to jail. I had to keep yes and in that shit, man. You know. <laughs> She's like, so remember when you touched the kids? Yes, I remember yes, when I touched and? the kids. And uh it was wrong to do. Yes, and you kept doing it over and over. Remember the third one? Damn, did yes, I say three? <laughs> did I say three? For real shit. Uh the third one, the third one, the third one happened. Uh give me a place. Give me a place. Uh yes, she she stops him to flip the tape over. <laughs> right. Just, say that again. <laughs> give me a place. Give me a place. Uh, uh, spare bedroom. Spare bedroom. Uh, give me an object. Penis. She touched my penis. Oh lord. Uh, so yeah. Um, he, also according to this, um, he wrote emails about molesting their child. Hmm. 
he played a minute. He played a minute. Who did everybody emails to? Well, see, here's the thing people don't talk about. In the show, he plays a minister. Yeah. So maybe he's just a method actor. You know, like, <laughs> so, you know. We, we, Catholic, because if he wasn't Catholic, then no. <laughs> we didn't hold it against Heath Ledger. You know, when he was doing the Joker, we understood. Um, the comment you made just before I gave birth to our daughter, when you said you hoped we didn't have a little boy because you just didn't know if you could keep his little penis out of your mouth, was indication oh, enough that you Jesus. were sick. Yeah, I See, was, he'd be a good candidate for that lab-grown penis. Right. He definitely. could just have one. It's just like a chew stick. Right. <laughs> stick it in his mouth. Yeah, Wait a second. I like that she brought up before after, their after, child was after born. This baby was born. Right. She stayed married to him. Right. That's that's like the the couple with the with the raising the who adopted the who had the black baby. Like you were gonna raise your white baby in this little racist ass town right. too. So you stayed married to this motherfucker, even though he he pretty much told you, hey, look, I'm a pedophile, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I'm a child molester, <laughs> and I'll do incestuous child molestation, but I'm doing it to my own kid. But he yeah, hits really. you with a with a triple. He hits you with the triple right there. He hit that shit to the fence. Yeah, he did. Home with run. Him. I'm you know, killing like Rod. Animal. I am killing Rod. <laughs> like uh, an animal will like they'll eat their young. Well, I just only want to eat part of my young. You know ah. what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm like a little bit of a lion. I'm not gonna That's... rape all the kids. I'm saying if we have a boy, how I'm gonna keep the oh, dick Lord. out of my mouth? We have a girl. You don't have to worry about that. If uh, she's born with a dick, maybe. Right? Maybe. He hit that shit to the fence. <laughs> He had a triple. He didn't even have to slide or nothing, and you stayed with him. I love that. Not unless he was sliding his hands on that penis. Yeah, I I just love that. What I like about this is it's proof in 2014. You can't be the person with no shame. Because as bad as this should make her look, she don't give a fuck. So you're going to always lose against the person that doesn't give a fuck. V. Stiviano was on that tape with Donald Sterling like, Yep, they niggers. Anyway, send to TMZ. I'm going to make this money. She don't care, man. She was going to get her money. And I talk about it all the time. I got, maybe we're wrong. Maybe yeah, we're, maybe we're doing this shit wrong. How I got, apparently so. Having all try these, to have, try to live by some kind of personal code, I guess. Standards, some yeah. kind of sense of morals. Maybe we're doing this shit wrong. And That's you right. know, when TMZ leaks one thing, they have like five other things. Yes, yes. this was the first shot. This was like the little yep. foot in the door. It's you like know? old girl that was like, I'm going to call my daddy. I was in Django. And then that motherfucker was like, uh, we actually have pictures of y'all looking like y'all was about to fuck. Yeah, um, looking like he was fucking. You know what? Let me stop because then the video comes out and it's going to yeah. be us fucking. So, you the know what? The cop was bullying me. Well, we have the cop's audio. <laughs> right, ah! right. It was really racist. Uh, the cop was not racist. He also wasn't, didn't appear to be racist. Yeah, he adopted nothing but black children. Uh, right. You know what, TMZ? Let's stop now. Let's stop now. Right. If TMZ made some shit up about me, I wouldn't challenge it. Because it, it might be a, true. Right. It might be true. <laughs> I'm like, I was I there. Well, damn it, I guess I was there. TMZ said it. You know you've been cheating on your wife. I don't think so. Oh, uh, here are the pictures. God damn, I was. <laughs> the fuck? Where'd you get video of a sex tape? I didn't even know I was there. You are good, TMZ. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. Wow. You guys are, y'all look good. Uh, but we yeah. Y'all good. I'm going to tell you, so we're going to help you get to get that tattoo fixed on your thigh. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn, you right, bro. 
Um, ah, it disappeared. Yeah. Uh, I don't like TMZ either, by the way. Like Higo said, it's TMZ is a double. I kind of agree oh, with no, that. Oh, no, I love TMZ. I yeah. fucking love it. You know why TMZ is great? Because they're one of the few people on the planet that literally have a code and they live by it and they never violate it. And their code. What's that? Expose everything? Their code is they have no fucking code. And I or love they it. They everything? Because I'm tired. You know why? Because I hate hypocrisy, man. I hate hypocrisy. I hate these people that are like, you know, like the people that write a blog post about how Jennifer Lawrence was sexually violated, but then they write a blog post about Jill Scott and it's like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I hate that kind of shit. Think that, that was fucked up too. Right. Yeah, TMZ is the only people that's like, well, okay, it's fucked up. We yeah. got video of Tracy Morgan getting drugged from a wreck and he about to die. We don't give a fuck. And then you'll see like the same, like, people like for example in the comedian community people were really sensitive about that like hey man these these are our brothers they comedians and they yeah they take this shit off tmz it's like yeah yeah the same tmz that you like fucking quote seven articles a day on and make yeah, you know yeah, if someone yeah. else gets their news leaked you got jokes about that shit yeah well, get so the fuck out of here saying that's the thing that all this is the thing that bothers you now yeah. The other shit didn't bother you. This is right. the thing that bothers Right. Also, TMZ does have stuff that they don't release. They have relationships with publicists, and right. that, that's how they get a lot of their information because people leak it to them. So they actually have all kinds of shit that they decide right. not to release. So they actually do have a code. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, their line is further yeah, than most people. They do have a code. People. Money over everything. Right. Don't test them. <laughs> I tell you this much. Don't say they don't got it. I tell you. <laughs> You think you think they got a code now? You look, man. I ain't touch no kids. Oh, really? Did you? Did you, you sure you, about that? You want to roll with that? You know I what? Need you to be sure before you <laughs> yeah. say that. You know right. what? You, you know what? Check for you sent sin on this email. You know what? TMZ. I touch those kids. I touch. We got kids. HD <laughs> video of you touching kids from before there was HD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ninety six. You know, you know, smart people. You can make that happen. You can do that. <laughs> yeah. Your cut. Your kid touching DVD actually has uh, director commentary. So I think you should fall back on this because you own some of these clips. Uh, you know what? I I, I did touch those kids, uh, and I apologize, TMZ. Um, but yeah, she says I should have followed my gut then again, fourteen years ago, and kicked your ass to the curb. Whatever. Really? Fourteen what years ago. Fourteen years ago. Fourteen, not fourteen minutes ago. Yeah. Fourteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Not fourteen hours ago. Fourteen years ago. Yeah. Ugh. Emails, dog. Uh, now here's where it really hurt for me and for a lot of black women that didn't even care about this shit I hope you're sitting down uh oh Stephen Collins has been pulled from an upcoming episode of Scandal alright <laughs> I, I know it hurt me too man uh, uh, it hurt me too I watched the show I hate to see Shonda Rhimes go through this but uh, they uh, he tweeted September 23rd my birthday happy to say I did another episode of Scandal had a great time. Wish I could say more, but Shonda Rhimes would have to kill me. Oh, she killed you. She killed your character. <laughs> you you will not be on Scandal. They have deleted every scene with him. So no more of the seventh heathen on Scandal, man. Sad. Oh, right. oh she was like, no, no, no. no Shonda no. Rhimes. You, you, you yeah. do cheese and wine when you watch Scandal? Hell yeah, yeah, I do cheese and wine, yeah. dog. We I take him. pictures of it. Yeah, he got a wine bottle in there, and, and mm-hmm. I pour him a glass of wine and get him some cheese and crackers, and I go in another well, room. Well, she don't always pour it, but... <laughs> you sit like a mermaid on the chair with your legs up to the side? You know, I put, my, I put my house coat on and uh, yeah, my curlers. He and, put his uh, pinky up. 
my crackers and cheese. sideways hell yeah i'm all into it man i'm surprised more straight dudes ain't really trying to like if i was single man that's probably how you can get all the hoes if you that really would be want. how you get them i have not watched episode one of scandal yeah i don't blame you i'm not I even shit on people for watching it by the way yeah i was gonna it. say my thing isn't that it's good because i think everybody knows it's not uh it's just fun it's like watching soap operas i don't know if you was a kid and uh Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah you know, my, my, yeah, That's my, how far back I go. Yeah, my grandma used to watch soap operas, and, you know, grandma watching you. Look at, look at this fool in the pod, in the chat room. Talking about like what? Like, I stopped watching Skin after my grandma died. We watched it together. Are you trying to bring the whole show to a standstill? God damn. God, no. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Can you let us have this, please? Man. <laughs> He made a sad you face. You didn't have to say that. Damn. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry your grandmother died. I really am. But God damn. Your, your grandma's shaming right now. I miss you. Yeah, here you come. Talking about your grandma. I miss you. I miss you. I'm talking to your grandma. Oh. I miss you. Oh. I'm sorry that your grandma yeah. dead, man. Oh, Lord. Yeah. You gotta watch Scandal, man. <laughs> Lord. But, uh, yeah, Back man. Back to Scandal. Oh. Dude, dude was out here touching these kids, man. Yeah, Shonda Rhimes was like, you got to go. Scandal. I wonder who he played on Scandal. I love Shonda. <laughs> well, he played a, um, it was a journalist. He's been on there before, and I guess they were going to revisit the character. I think he was in All the President's Men like two seasons ago. But, um, yeah, uh, he, Shonda Rhimes, I will give her this dog, like, I, and I love because she has so much control over her shows and shit. She does not fuck around with people that do crimes. Nope. Like that dude, Harrison, the, the I'm dude. Sure that, Columbus Short, that dude, yeah. he hemmed up his wife. She was like, "Yeah, dog, uh, write this nigga out." Let's just right her, show, her show is too. Uh... Oh, somebody pointed out that after Isaiah, now she gets mm-hmm. rid of quickly. Yeah, yeah, that's, yep. you're exactly right. He said that shit about them gay people, and I think yeah. there was some Jew shit in there too. She's like, oh, "Okay, this nigga has lost his mind." All right, get him out of here. I would not be dealing yeah, with bullshit. She, she dealt with she, she dealt with it, but not nearly as fast as. <laughs> she dealt with everything. So that was like her test thing, like yep. like me with Blue yeah. Magic. <laughs> that was the test. <laughs> yeah. Get this one right. Okay, now I know what to do. So the next time anything even remotely weird happens, you're gone. She's like, I almost lost <laughs> almost gone. lost everything trying to hold on to my brothers. Yeah. Y'all tried to bring the whole empire down and shit. She, she did. She tried to hold. She, she, she gave mm-hmm. him a shot. He couldn't keep his mouth shut. Because you know, you know, Isaiah Washington was, you know, when she called him to the car, was like, hey, man, we got to let you go. Come on, my sister. It's not many of us <laughs> that get an opportunity like this. Was he playing a cougar? Please, my beautiful Nubian. <laughs> Come on, baby, please. I need to this. work with him too. You know, people loved him on the show, but she was like, "Fuck that!" I can change. He has been gone. The next yeah. role I know he had, he was the shooter in the in the movie about the <laughs> about the DC sniper. Yeah. He was the the crazy father. Yep, he, he was, was the sniper. Yeah, he, he was, was the sniper. Muhammad. He was Muhammad. Yep, he was John Muhammad. Yeah. He couldn't find a job nowhere. Well. Oh, but movie. I heard he was That's- good in it too. 
it's uh it's called it's called blue caprice i heard it was good it's good in everything going forward he's trying yeah. to change it no he's bad change the dialogue like you know john muhammad didn't he hate gay people too? <laughs> yeah. you got anything about so? some uh jews i see you got a lot of stuff about jews what about the homosexuals uh you know what's <laughs> funny too he uh was in the 100 which is a show on the cw mm-hmm and uh like randolph said he knocked it out the park gotta be good at everything yeah he's good he trying to beat that homophobia man i tried to watch the 100 i couldn't i couldn't dog let me tell you when did you stop the second show yep see there was was things in the first one that i was like i can't right let let me tell you something randolph and you know i don't recommend shit and i don't recommend anything lightly all right i know you, you know me Hey, dog, it's some shit that happens in, like, I think the end of episode three or four. It starts to pick up. Where they do some ruthless shit. Where You know where they do shit where you can't come back from? You're like, did y'all just, like, you know, kill a kid or some shit? Yeah. They do some shit like that, and then I was in. But, it, yeah, same thing. I didn't like the first couple episodes. It was going real slow. I like the first slow. one at all. And then. Yeah, the little things, and I was like, that's stupid. That's I, stupid. That's I want to say it was episode that's three. Shit. I want to say it's episode three. It might have been four, but there's something that happens at the end, like right before the credits come, and you just go, "The fuck just happened?" Like I, I hoo it. I hoo it. Yeah, yeah, I'll dog. Give it, I'll give it a shot. That shit caught up, man. I, yeah, I felt about that Halle Berry one. Uh, extent, extent. I couldn't do it, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah. it never picks up. I actually I'm, did a review for it uh, yesterday. It's not good. Um, but uh, all right, man. Um, last thing before we move into our game section. Uh, Democrats are apparently running away from President Obama in the midterms now this year. It's because Democrats are bitches. Seriously, man. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny is people treat like doing that thing where it, it's kind of like reverse. Well, it's racism, but it's like the reverse type of racism where people assume I support the president because he's black. Like I ain't voted Democrat my entire fucking life. For some reason, right. but suddenly it's just because he's black. Um, I don't know what these Democrats think they're doing, especially in some of these swing states that think they're going to win over Republicans with that already have an end with the kind of people that are going to, you know, vote against Barack Obama. So right. it's like in my state, Kay Hagan uh, won all, mostly off of Barack Obama. Like, right. They went yeah. straight Democratic ticket. Yeah. People put that straight ticket and then she won her dumb ass. Is really talking about some, should I even have them visit the state and help campaign? Yes, because yeah. we're not going to vote for you, Yeah, but yeah. we will vote for Obama's friend, okay? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you, you are nobody to us. You haven't been able to accomplish shit in the six years that he hasn't been, that, 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 that uh he hasn't been through. And all they've been doing is putting uh campaign ads attacking her ass. Right, they attacked her as an atheist, that, right. which she says she's not, but they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, they, they have all these, in the ads, they keep having pictures of her with Obama. So she's already associated with them, whether she likes to or not. Right. And this motherfucker talking about some, I don't want him to visit cause, you know, people might not approve of him, his 40% approval rating, which is probably higher than her current approval rating anyway. Right. Um, if Democrats yeah. would talk up the things that Obama has done, right. he'd have a higher approval rating. Right. They are Instead, so fucking scared. They're, they're bitches. The one thing I don't respect Republicans, anybody who knows me knows exactly how I feel about Republicans, but I don't respect any group of people who tries to stop groups of people from voting, right. or who has oppression as part of their party platform. Right. I, just, I can't get behind you, period. 
But as a as a group, they walk lockstep, baby. Well, it happens every election where the president's approval is low, and then they run away from him. Right. You know, but what she's trying, she she's assuming she's going to get all the Democrat votes no matter what. Right. So she's yeah. trying to get the, the 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 swing voters to come after her. So she wants to distance herself from him because she's just assuming, oh, all you Democrats, who else are you going to vote for? You know. Right. It was funny too. Is like. That's a hell of an assumption to make because there's a very yeah. low Democrat turnout in the off-season election anyway. Right. And then you like the assumption is that somehow Barack Obama isn't uh, popular with Democrats anymore. I don't give a fuck who you are in your state. If you're about to lose your state, he's more popular than you in your state. So you might as well have him come out. And th- what they're doing is they're trying to have him speak at private events with like donors and shit. So, I yeah, you'll get that. the money. But you won't yeah, get yeah. the fucking votes, so it doesn't yeah. matter that you got the money. You know what yeah, I mean? I think you gotta, you gotta just, you ride or die. You ride with your horse. Right. You ride with what got you there. And you ride or die with your horse. Win, win with your number one pitcher or lose on your number one pitcher. But don't start your number three pitcher. Yeah, like you're scared of your number one pitcher. And like I even thought it was a mistake when they ran against, uh, when they did the same thing with Clinton. His second term. But at least you had a scandal to be like, well, look, man, he was trying to fuck somebody. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know, I like, if I want to deal with that, because that's a lot of, you know, a lot of distraction. I understood that. Barack Obama just been president. Yeah, he doesn't really have any <laughs> scandals. What he has is politics. Right. He doesn't really have any scandals, man. The scandals that if you try to apply to him don't stick. Yeah, you you should be. He didn't stick. Right. Everything they try to apply to him doesn't stick. There's no there's no there that a brown suit. What the fuck about a brown suit? Yeah. You should be (laughs) happy. You should be happy that he's coming because he has no Secret Service protection. Right. Like you should be applauding that man for considering coming to your fucking state. Resign though. Yeah. Oh my god, dog. I don't. This shit pissed me off so much when I read these. Uh, yeah, twenty-one swing states. They're talking about not coming because he has a 40% approval rating, which is lower than, uh, than, uh, the average for pre- pre- presidents. Yeah, That's guess what? It's higher than Bush. Said, whenever somebody asked me a question about Obama, if, if I was a politician, and this is me saying this now as not a politician, right. I would just be like, you support? Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, exactly. Think is doing a good job? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep. He can come hang then, out with me. And then me. they're going to make that commercial with that really slow panning shot across, like you see your face. Then you see yeah. Obama's face. Yeah. And then it's, the colors get really desaturated, and then the music is all sad, and then you hear flowery music, and here comes the Republican. Right. It's like a sunny day again, you know? Yeah, and you know what? They're going to make it anyway. Right. Which is why I don't understand running from it, because like, that's the thing I hate about Democrats, is they run like you can get the bully to like you. Right. And anyone that's ever like had in any experience with bullies or ruffians in their high school, you know what? At some point, you just gotta fight the motherfucker. You're, you're never gonna win trying to get along with the bully because the motherfucker gonna always target the weakest link. Democrats are so like, well, maybe if I'm just nice to the racist people and the biggest yeah. and the people, maybe one day they'll vote for me. No, no. never, motherfucker, yeah. never. You can't talk people out of that shit. Yeah. God damn. Hey, hey, you also can't, so you also can't talk people into being something that they're not. Democrats don't fight because Democrats aren't fighters. Right. They're not. Occasionally you got a crazy one like Joe Biden. 
I guess Mitchell. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I fuck whatever the fuck I, he wants to yeah, say. Yeah, I fuck with but Joe Biden. Joe Biden be fucking up so much though. He the he best. He doesn't lie though. Yeah. I was just listening to uh, Howard Feynman today talking about that. Is that yeah? He says things that people don't want him to say, but he doesn't say things that aren't true. Dude, I'm not. By the way, he, should, he says stuff. For the record, for the record though, Randolph. For the record, I am not convinced that he's not doing that on purpose. I I know I don't I think. I think him Obama tells him to say things. Me too. Things. Me too. It's some <laughs> shit. It's some shit that a white man can get away in America, yeah. even as vice president, that Obama can't. Right. Yeah, and, and, and I think I, he tells him to say these yeah. things, like the like the gay marriage when he was like Biden was like, yeah, I got a problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then a week later, <laughs> Obama comes out with it. Yep. Like, yeah, because Obama sent him out to to test the pulse first. Yeah, go ahead and say shit. If you look at the at the strategic. Yeah way that is put out there it's like obama's dealing with isis and trying to get us to have allies and he's putting pressure on turkey to like come help us and then just just routinely coincidentally at another speech about some other shit joe yeah. biden will be like yo man turkey is some bitches and if yeah. you motherfuckers <laughs> would help us pretty much, pretty much just like that right <laughs> there's some straight bitches right. well he's got that charm he's got like that that drunk uncle kind of charm right. where people like people like oh that's just joe being joe meanwhile he's reading from a script too yeah he'll take know? it and he'll take it back like he can do that he'll two yeah. days later oh you know i shouldn't have said that no nah, you meant to say it it's kind of like when a lawyer says something that gets taken out of the record in court yeah, yeah. you can't really take it out of the record the jury well, heard, heard it, it. <laughs> yeah Jury, the jury heard it, dog. So I, I, I think just, I think he's doing this shit because Obama's like, yeah, go ahead and say it. It's all yeah, right. Yeah. Or they don't even have to say it. at this point. They don't even have to say anything. He just gives him the nod. Just right. That's why I'm gonna miss Eric Holder, well, dog. Just, okay. <laughs> that's that's why I'm gonna miss Eric Holder because Eric Holder was that dude that would come out and just be like, y'all crackers is racist. He'd be like, he's oh, tired. shit. He's just tired, man. Yeah. I think he's tired of having to do that. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, I'm not blaming him for leaving or tired. anything. But I just, like, I will miss him because his whole role was just to come out and be like, yo, man, America got a racist history. And it's hard working through this shit. And people be like, yo, man, fuck Eric Holder. I can't believe he said that. And the president would come out and be like, everyone calm down. It's, yeah. it's, it's barely racist anymore. Okay, everybody is fine. <laughs> It'll work out. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sending Eric Holder to deal with Ferguson. Bye. You know, he was the best, man. Damn, I'm going to miss yeah, him. It's like, it's like next to ODB, the rest of Wu-Tang seems pretty normal. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it makes sense. Not. It makes sense. It almost makes sense that RZA only takes money in a plat, in a paper bag. It's straight, it's straight cash. He doesn't do direct deposit <laughs> or check. Straight cash in a, in a brown paper bag. Somehow that makes sense because you're dealing with a dude like ODB that gets welfare while getting a check for right. making a number one selling album. So, um, <laughs> let's play our games, guys. Let's get to it. It's been a while. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all love to hate to play. It's fucking with black people. We rate different articles from all over the world from zero to one hundred in intervals of twenty-five on how much we feel fucked with. Today's contestants, the entire world. Let's get right to it, guys. Everybody's <laughs> Everybody. fucking with us. Uh, Randolph, pick a number from one to thirty. One to 30, uh, 15. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
15 you said right yep tv producer in beverly hills was arrested uh he was uh going there for the pre-emmy event for a pre-emmy event he was arrested for being tall bald and black and yet another case of walking while black a film and tv a film and tv producer recently told his tale of being held for six hours by beverly hills police while attending a pre-emmy event because he looked like a burglary suspect shit you know what's funny is nobody ever talks about this part of it because they only care if you went free and shit but um you can also be very inconvenienced by cops. Right. Oh, of course. You know, they but take your time. It's like that shit. the bar is so low now that we're just like, did they kill you? No. <laughs> well, thank you God. Only, you only lost your job because you didn't show up to work. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ooh, only six hours, huh? Man, you lucky. <laughs> uh, Charles Belk 51 writes on Facebook that he was on his way to check his parking meter last Friday in Beverly Hills where he was detained. So he was actually trying to obey the law more than normal. Earlier, he had handled he was had been handling celebrity talent at an Emmy Awards gifting suite. He was planning to head uh, on heading to a VIP Emmy pre party later that night. He was walking from a restaurant on Wilshire Boulevard to his car parked on La Cienega Boulevard at about five twenty p.m. when it happened. He is grateful that he didn't look any more suspicious at the time. In fact, if it wasn't for a text message that I was responding to, I would have actually been running up La Cienega Boulevard when the, damn, damn, he would have got in trouble. Yeah, he would have been running to his car to get to the parking meter instead of walking. Oh, they would shot him then. Yeah, they're like, oh, this nigga, he's on the loose. He's running at us. Yeah, he's attacking. He said he was surrounded by six police cars. Damn. Then he, made, he was made to sit on the curb. They have a picture of him on the curb. Actually, I'll put it in the chat room. Uh, he was handcuffed and searched and transported to the Beverly Hills station. He was booked, accused of taking part in an armed robbery at a Citibank location. And could, <gasps> he couldn't leave without $100,000 bail. Um, he said his car was impounded. He was denied a phone call and wasn't given a very good explanation as to why he's being held. Oh, they don't have to give you an explanation. Nope. They don't. Even if you, even if they give you one, you know what the real yeah. reason is. Right. Resisting yeah. arrest. <laughs> Everything falls yeah. into that category. He was Obstructing. Arrested. He was arrested for being a tall, bald black man. I get, that the, I get that the Beverly Hills Police Department didn't know at the time that I was a law-abiding citizen of the community and that in my 51 years of existence had, yo, you know what? This got to be a cop's, like, worst nightmare when they arrest somebody and they start talking like this. <laughs> God, I know they'd be like, "God damn it! What are the odds? Why can't you speak in bonics?" I don't think they give a fuck. They yeah. know ain't nothing gonna happen to them. Yeah, that's true. But they know you can like, you know, go online and like start a campaign. Cause like it's most true. of the most of the people they put in handcuffs is just like, "Oh, come on, cuz I wasn't even doing nothing, bruh." Like you know, like they hope they get that dude, but every once in a while they arrest somebody. It's like, well, actually, at my time at Harvard, I understood and studied that police brutality is rather insidious through the community. They're like, fuck, you know this nigga gonna tell. This smart. This that's smart. their new rule. Their new rule is like, talk to him first and right. then arrest him for yeah. no reason. You, right. you know he's gonna start a change.org petition. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, he had, had never been handcuffed or accused or arrested for any reason. All they saw was someone fitting the description. Doesn't matter if he's Tay Diggs black or LL Cool J black or Drake black, uh, says, uh, the guy who got arrested. 
who is Charles Belk? He's a college-educated businessman who received his Bachelor of Science in Electrical Engineering from the University of Southern California. Uh, you was right. Then, right. Then an MBA from damn. Oh shit! From Indiana University, he was consulting for the NAACP. Oh, and go. he worked at the Atlanta Olympics in 1996. Oh shit! He yeah, yeah. they yeah. he about to be up their asses. He's a patriot. Uh, he has worked at IBM and has been on the board of numerous film festivals. Uh, he has an IMDb page, and among the long list of credentials, he rattled off on his Facebook post. None of them were bank robber. <laughs> uh, what would you guys get? Put that on your IMDb. <laughs> Put that down. Yeah, I didn't play one. I was accused as one. You're a bank robber. <laughs> right. So, Karen, zero to a hundred. What do you give uh, my man Charles Belk? Oh, hundred. He was fucked with. Okay. That's, uh, that's, you, that's keep that 100. That's 100. All right. Andy? Yeah, I, I, I want to say 100, but this is also kind of standard issue. Mm. I mean, this happens all the time. So I'm going to say 90 just to give room for some extra shit. Well, it's intervals, it's intervals of 25, so I'm going to give you 75. Uh, 75. All right. We'll do right. 75. And uh, I'm going to go 75, too, because he didn't get killed. So. <laughs> oh, okay. All Today. right. So killing is the roof? Today was okay. a good day. Today was a good day. 75. If... if if killing is a roof, it's 75. Andy, you pick a number of 1 from 30. Uh, 29. 29. All right. Let's go. 3, 6, 9, 11, 14, 17, uh, 19. Oh, wait. I didn't even have 30. Okay. We're cutting this down. Well, I'll just, I'll just go with the latest one, the, la- the last one. All right. Uh, this is from my Fox t- Twin Cities. Uh, apparently, the dress code at a bar... Appears to be racist. Yeah, guys. Apparently. Shocking news. Bar Louis dress code has been called racist. Uh, let me, they had a video. I don't know if it's, uh, let me see if, see if it's gone down, but, uh, yeah, apparently it was considered racist because their dress code was, yeah, here we go, is considered overtly racist, which, what does that mean? Because I just thought no Tim's over Carl, no start reading it first, and then we'll know. Yeah, how much more overt can you get unless they right. just literally say no other races? <laughs> right. No brown people, no black people, no yellow people. Bar Louie catching quite the flack for enforcing a dress code that some find controversial and overtly racist. Fox 9's Iris Perez was in Uptown tonight where the sign was found by a Minneapolis woman who says she's not standing for it. Iris, what is she planning to do? Well, Kelsey, this woman is among several I talked to today who say they will no longer spend their money at Bar Louie. They say the company seems to be enforcing a discriminatory policy they want no part of and one that should have no part in our society. Bar Louie in Uptown is now enforcing a controversial and strict dress code. The new Jim Crow being enforced in a, in a colorblind way. Here it That's hangs a strong term to make Jim Crow every Thursday for a white woman, too. Nine to close. No flat bill hats, no sleeveless undershirts, or excessively baggy clothing. What is excessively baggy? Like, who's to judge that? I mean, are you going to have Grandma B sitting by the door saying that's too baggy? And don't expect to get in if you're wearing large chains, long plain white tees, athletic apparel, or a sports jersey unless it's collared. What jerseys have collars? Right. Michelle Horowitz considers Soccer. the dress code a punk and racist. <laughs> right. Rugby. Yep. <laughs> Soccer, tennis, and rugby jerseys have collars. Badminton, uh, rowing, <laughs> rowing. <laughs> Might as well say yeah, that's pretty racist. 
jokes allowed. It's just, it's ridiculous. Others agree, also disgusted by the code. Does this dress code perpetuate stereotypes? Oh, absolutely. This is totally racial profiling. If you do not want African Americans to frequent your establishment, then maybe you should just say that and not, you know, break it down to a dress code. Imani Vincent believes there's only one way to respond to Bar Louis' dress code. It hurt them in the pockets. That's what hurt them the most. And if they don't want us there, then we don't have to be there. And then that's their loss. As both he and Michelle say this corporately pushed code, which was nowhere present outside of the Bar Louis in suburban Minnetonka, by the way, is a glaring example of an often unspoken issue. Minnesota, Did they all go purify the themselves in the waters of the lake? <laughs> Minnesota, they didn't do that? Healthiest, <laughs> cleanest state in America, but we have huge issues as far as segregation, race, racism, systematic oppression, and people want to look the other way. This is not okay, and we're not going to patronize you if you don't change your policy. Now, we did reach out to Bar Louis' corporate office. We have yet to hear back from them. Meanwhile, the manager at Bar Louis Uptown did confirm the policy was handed down by the corporate office, and employees there are simply following the orders of the company managers. Yep. Yeah, who else kind of wanted the reporter to ask that white woman a follow-up question of, does she date black dudes? <laughs> that was passionate. Yeah. Do you go to this bar to meet black men? Yeah, do you, uh, just, I'm just no, yeah, uh, off the record. Um, you uh, you fuck with brothers? Uh, you gotta go off the record. How you learn? How you learn all this? You are pretty up on some racism around here. But uh, Karen, <laughs> Karen zero to hundred. Oh yeah, that that's a hundred. All right, Randolph. Well, nobody died. Nobody died. So, <laughs> and we go in we go in in twenty fives. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, there's no doubt that it's racism. Right. Just nobody died, so that's a seventy-five. Seventy-five. All right. And what about you, Andy? If death well, is the root, is the roof, then. Mm-hmm. Well, I think this has been going on for at least ten years, and it's just starting to make the news. So it's it's got a legacy of mm-hmm. fucking with black people, and right. some white woman's dreams of meeting a black man died. Right. That's when she went to that bar that night. Yeah, yeah. No brothers. What about all there? the fat white girls in there? <laughs> Looking to get scooped. What about all the sad brothers that were in there that uh <laughs> that that just like are the most Carlton type of brothers and shit? Yeah. Oh, you know? just the brothers that gotta listen to the right. listen to the black jokes. Yeah. Oh, oh what about yeah. all the brothers that had to put that dress code on so they could get them white women? Oh man. Yeah, that might be a hundred for me. That that's yeah. uh you know, we know uh, Romaine, Romaine Walters from uh who's been on our podcast. There's a mm-hmm. place down the street from the arlington draft house that has a strict dress code and yes. he walked up to it one night and they were like nah you can't get in with, with those pants so he lived around the corner he went home and changed he came back he put on something much nicer he came back and they were like no we're just not gonna let you in yeah you know what's not even, even about the dress code and that makes you feel even worse because you already bitched out and changed right so you had that moment where you're like god damn it i should i could have stood up for myself the first time yeah i actually believed them on the dress dress yes. code thing ah uh, all right. Uh, who hasn't gone? Karen, have you gone yet? Andy? Yeah, yeah. I, I go 100. Okay. Oh, 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 yeah, 100. But I mean, what number? Uh, Karen, did you go? No, I haven't went. All right, zero to 20. We're going to roll with nine. Nine. All right. Nine. Police arrest a young black politician for distributing voting rights leaflets. Ooh, oh, that's, Lord, that's, that's a, a hundred. One. This one happened in Charlotte, North Carolina, our home state. Oh, Lord, yes. You get the extra City. points. 
the star of North Carolina's Moral Mondays movement took center stage on Labor Day on Charlotte's Marshall Park. I mean, at Charlotte's Marshall Park to condemn the state's record on voter suppression and racial profiling. They've, yeah, they've been diligent about that. He wanted to urge the community to organize and turn out for the polls this November. Just a few hundred feet away, police cuffed and arrested local LGBT activists and the state Senate uh, candidate Ty Turner as he was putting voting rights information on parked cars. They said they would charge me for distributing liter- literature, Turner told the Think Progress, when he was released a few hours later. I asked the policeman for the ordinance number and being violated because they can't put handcuffs on you if they cannot tell you why they're detaining you, I said. Show me where it's illegal to do this. But he wouldn't. He would not do it. The officer got mad and grabbed me. He told me I was resisting arrest. Ain't of that the truth? Of course. Ain't that the way? <laughs> <laughs> you're not hey man, doing what i say why am i under arrest you resisting arrest what now you're under arrest for resisting arrest motherfucker is that illegal putting flyers on cars uh if, there's a lot of strip clubs that right i was gonna say if it's illegal all then, kinds of shit i find on my windshield a lot of chinese restaurants need to get chinese restaurants strip to go clubs, to jail <laughs> you know uh, booty Je- parties jehovah witnesses uh, is that illegal uh, there's a local ordinance preventing le- prohibiting leaflets on cars, but according to local activist Casey Thornburg, he also filmed the arrest. It is almost never enforced, and certainly not with handcuffs. Right. Right. Because you know, most of the time it's, hey man, can you stop putting shit on the cars? Yeah, take that off the car. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Uh, instead of transporting Turner directly to Mecklenburg County Jail, which sits just a few blocks from Marshall Park, he said they first took him to an empty parking lot behind the highway. They took me to three different spots other than the jail. They knew they were in the wrong. This happened as more Monday's <gasps> leader. Yeah, this is the little shit they do that to us is just like, man, that's tedious. But when you're in handcuffs in the back of some hot ass fucking police car or some shit and they just like, all right, man, let's just leave them for an hour. Yeah, it's fucked I've been up. thinking they're going to beat me. Yeah, right. you know, if you know that's where the police station is and they're going the opposite way, that's going to make you more fearful. Yeah, right. North Carolina burning. I'm like, they're about to beat me. Yep. Uh, so, this. Okay, I guess. <laughs> This happened as I get out of here without a stick in my ass. Right. Or Or bullet. This happened as more Monday's leaders led a small but enthusiastic crowd and player song and chants of four together, not one step back and fired up, ready to vote. Mm-hmm. They when, knew that too, so they wanted to waste his time. When they learned what happened to Turner, they urged the rally attendees to join them in a march to the jailhouse and demand his release. About 30 people did so, walking silently behind clergy and friends of Turner. On they, hit him with the, they hit him with the Malcolm X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They hit him with that Joe Clark. <laughs> it's like, remember when they went to get Joe Clark out of jail, man? It's like, all I got to do is stay black and die. That's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, they, they tried to free Mr. Clark, but you know, obviously it didn't work. Anyway, man, uh, zero to a hundred. Karen. I already gave my school a hundred. Oh, you gave a hundred right away? All right. My bad. Uh, what about you, uh, Randolph? I'm going with your rules. No death. No death. 75. All right. And what about, what about you, Andy? I'm going 75 because there's a tiny percentage of me that hates getting flyers on my car. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> on one point. hand, I'm a little sympathetic here. I'm going to go 100 because uh, it just seems so inconvenient and it happens so close to home. Uh, personally, I'm personally biased on this one, guys. Uh, yeah, me too. That's how I was like 100. <laughs> uh, and last one for me, I'm going to pick number one. L Magazine discovers Timberland boots. For the rest of us. I just saw this one today. Yeah. You, you know, well, we'll get into it. Anyway, they tweeted out some shit, like, and they wrote an article 
Uh, now they changed what they put out because first it was just like the new fashion trend is Timberland boots or something. And then they changed it because black Twitter went in on them. Of course. As they want to do because sometimes black Twitter is like, hey, dog, everybody wearing Tim's, you know, since 1885 is black. Right. <laughs> you know, um, so everybody went in on them and so they changed it and they did this thing where it was like, Hey, a black girl wrote the article and she works here. So, you oh. know, yeah. Oh, don't do that bullshit. Which basically threw her under the bus because then people started mentioning her on Twitter. Right. Like, bitch, you wrote this article. Why didn't you mention that? You and know, it doesn't matter. Right. But, you know, they went in on her. So hopefully the only black employee at L got fired now. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that. Um, but, right. um, yeah. So, so L put out a new tweet that said at Danielle Press cod is calling it now this is the new fashion shoe for winter instead of timberland they took that out of the title and all this shit um so uh, a lot of people went in this is a blog uprocks.com you know you know how they write how did i not see this coming a little less than a month ago i tried to predict that things black folks have been doing for years that would be proclaimed by mainstream fashion outlet is new and trendy but i didn't see this one coming well, they have done like braids. Look at this. Cornrows are back. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I forget who it was. Right. But it was like, you know, Cali. Thieves, fried chicken is really good. Right. right. It's like one of the Kardashians rocks brave, bold, new braids or something. You're like, come on, dog. That's not brave or brand new. Um, <laughs> Cornbread, the new camp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, Danielle Prescott, who is black, wrote, This season, I predict a similar accent to fashion greatness for him for classic Timberland, for the classic Timberland boot. Here's why. All the cool girls are wearing Tim's. From Cara Delevingne, I don't know her, to Rihanna to Gwen Stefani. And it's no coincidence that they all hang out. Either cool, be- either, correct? Cool begets cool. It's not saying she's not cool, but Taylor Swift has not been photographing the Timberland. Anyway, now that stylish babies, Northwest and Blue Carter have been spotted in Tim's and they just learn how to walk. I know they're about to explode. So, you know, she did her research. Really? Baby Tim's like any child you can see mm-hmm. walking around DC? Baby right. Tim's? Okay. Yeah, but they famous and they, you know, they famous. That's all that matters. Uh, so she used her, you know, what I consider black knowledge and uh, being on the inside and just said, look, white people about to start wearing these. So it's about to blow up. And uh, people got very upset. <laughs> uh, and this is the best thing about black Twitter because uh, people shit on black Twitter, which uh, I don't really Ooh. do. Uh, yeah, all the time, man. Like white Twitter, yeah. Really? White Twitter. Uh, like <laughs> even black people do the like, oh, black Twitter was mad. Like they not part of it and shit. Whatever. Um, anyway, they start doing this thing where we ridicule everybody. Somebody said Ben Carson just shitting on it. right, <laughs> shitting on baby. Yeah, it's it's always like somebody they got to tell you why, whatever. Like they, you, it's funny because it's that thing where um, black people do something and then like we try to disassociate from it while doing it too. So you'd be like, oh, black Twitter went in on it. Yeah, you know how they do. They get all upset. <laughs> you know. Any, anyway, well, let I was me, tweeting about it. Yeah, yeah. Let me read all my tweets I put into the hashtag and uh, all the other ones that I read and participated in that had a good time. Um, you know, black Twitter watched the BET Awards. I mean, I watched all three hours, too, but I mean, you know. 
um so anyway they they use the hashtag l's next headline to ridicule them oh i know that was fun yeah uh bantu knots they're the new french braid and they had pictures of white women with these uh those knots on the head big hair fro forward falls hottest style you've never heard of l's next headline uh satin bonnets new scotch bonnet (laughs) hashtag l's next headline that's pretty fun yeah um vintage chic the figaro chain L's next highline. Um, but yeah, they just go in more. Um, they had like starter jackets that said like new fashion trends, like <laughs> shit like that, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Karen from zero to a hundred. How fucked with do you feel about this? Zero. All right. It's actually funny. What about you, Randolph? That was a 50. 50? Uh, <clears throat> that was a lot of ignorance. That's between 25 and 50. Uh-huh. That was and a lot of ignorance, but no one is really hurt besides the black girl who wrote the article, which we don't even know if that's true. Right. She may not have even wrote yeah. the article. She might, she, she might she not even exist. How yeah, dumb? I mean, we don't even know if this person is. Like Andy just said, we don't know if this is a real person or not. So how may have made her up? That? How diabolical would it be if she didn't exist? That's the next L headline. Is What's in this year? Black coworker. Yeah. <laughs> So this is just this is just uh, white ignorance. So are any of us surprised by white ignorance? No one's even really convenienced. Mm-hmm. In, I'm going down to 25. 25. On it. No one's so even really inconvenienced by it. Karen it's was just zero. some more shit where you're like, yeah, of course. Karen was zero. Randolph was 25. Andy. I'm going 25. I don't. I think it's more of a fashion industry thing than a race thing. It takes yeah. me back to the early 90s when they were doing like the grunge is the new fashion and selling like $900 flannel shirts because that's what yeah. white people were wearing. They'll just take whatever is cool right now, quadruple the price and make it high fashion. So I don't even think it's about race. I think it's just trend hopping more than anything else. Yeah, I'm gonna say zero too because I didn't feel fucked with, but I know a lot of people were fucked with. And they felt that we were being appropriated and all this shit, but well, we are. I'm I not mean, say I just—it's like it's just on the grand yeah scheme of things. Is this something I'm gonna get worked up about? No. Well, it's like what Paul Mooney said. You know what I mean? Paul Mooney said it best on the Chappelle Show. Everybody want to be a nigga. Nobody want to be a nigga. Like, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's nothing new about it. So I, I yeah. guess I don't know. I need something more egregious to get worked up. I, I need That's to know. True. I need them to come out with an article that's like, baby daddies, this is what's in, you know. Yeah. New trend. <laughs> like yeah. something, something completely reprehensible. Having your man slap you down at the, the family reunion. <laughs> right. you know, that, that's in. We, yeah. we, we in y'all. Kool-Aid. Don't forget. Uh, all right. <laughs> Last game. Um, uh, let's talk about it. Guess the race. It's time for some guess the race. That's right. It's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Randolph and Andy from the Two Guys On and the Possible Podcast, to (laughs) guess the race. And the chat room plays along. And they are racist. Very um all right let's talk about this story florida oh florida mm-hmm. <sighs> of course jeffrey florida. jeffrey todd crystals 2230 mile test drive 
could wind up costing him dearly. An Okaloosa County jury found that the Day Funiak Springs, Day Funiak Springs man, guilty uh, when he was charged of grand theft over $100,000 and a bad check charge. As a habitual felony offender, he could face up to 60 years in prison for a romp in a brand new Porsche. Yeah. Well, thought he was fresh prince. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a summer. And I got whiplash that car went so fast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Parents just don't understand right. sometimes. It was summer evening in 2011 when Crystal walked into a Porsche of Destin with a check for $109,588.74. And he left driving that year's Panamera automobile. According to Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office report, the sale took place at 6 p.m. on June 30th, so it wasn't until July 1st that the car dealership learned that there weren't sufficient funds in his business account to support the purchase. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what was his name again? His name is Jeffrey Todd Crystal. With a G or J? With a J. Jeffrey. Okay. You, can, you can stop. I pretty much got this one. All right. And it's Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y. Okay. Yeah, I got this one. All right. Um, the car was left with the dealership with the, the, the with seventy miles on it, and returned with twenty three thousand. I mean twenty three hundred. Given too many too many hints. Some of the clues you've given lead one way, but there's one big one that leads leads yeah. another way. I'm just trying to help the audience make their decision. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Criminal investigation because then if I leave something out, they be like, well, what if you would have said that? criminal investigation investigators learned that the business crystal said he represented did not exist at the location Ah! that he said it did they also discovered the bank account check was written on that he was that that it was written on never contained more than 68 dollars and 44 (laughs) cents his business address was actually a taco bell (laughs) yeah I'm, I'm, I'm kind of mad he put 68 dollars and 44 cents in the account right the audacity As if it would cover it. Uh, finally, investigators learned Crystal was on felony probation for fraud and theft. Uh, apparently, he bought another Porsche in 2004 and using a check initially returned insufficient funds. How, how can you write a, che- a, 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 a check for a car? Hey, he was balling for a weekend, though. I'll tell you that much. Bill Bishop, the chief assistant state, state attorney for Okaloosa County, said Crystal's prior history of defrauding automobile dealers is what qualifies him to be declared a habitual felony offender. Uh, guess the race, Randolph. Oh, he's white. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. A, the, the big thing was uh, they took the check. <laughs> That's the big <laughs> tell for me. It was probably written in crayon, too. They took the check. <laughs> They still that's, took the, that's that's the big thing is like I don't know. It's, it's got SpongeBob. Why do people don't get away with writing one hundred nine thousand dollar checks? Yeah. Just, there's no first of all, there's only a few black people in the world that can write that kind of check. <laughs> <laughs> just write a check one hundred nine thousand dollars. Magic Johnson. You know, <laughs> you wasn't there. Yeah. Oprah, if they don't rec- if they don't recognize you, if they don't recognize you, they know you can't write the check. Has to be some sort of famous rapper, and I'm talking like a next level rapper to stroke right. a check for $109,000. So, and, and then they just take it without te- without checking. They just took it and let you drive off the lot. That's a white man. All right. What about you, Andy? Yeah, I'm going. Uh, first of all, only white people get to even test drive a Porsche. 
like, but you didn't hear about the other guy in the car with him on the test drive or anything. That's like, true. there was nothing like that. Um, but that's some catch me if you can con man shit. That's more of a white man's crime, I think. All right, let's check the chat room. White boy. One who would write the article do rags are the new bandanas white. Oh. <laughs> if he was black, the dealership would have called the cops on the spot when they saw him holding the check. Didn't bring the car to a chop shop white. The ghost of Dale Earnhardt Sr. <laughs> God damn. Whoa. A Porsche yeah. via check so white he's clear. Blank check white. White. Gr- genocide engineer white. Oh, God wow. damn. One whose daughter goes to sleep over to a sleepover and doesn't help clean up white. That's very white. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell you from that. That dude. That dude has kids. White. Even if they recognize you, they would want Thank at least a debit card. Podcast, Phil Titties. <laughs> uh, yeah, even if they recognize you, they want at least a debit card. White. If it was Ferris Bueller's day off, he should have ran the wheels backwards to decrease the miles. White. <laughs> Tony Stewart, yacht owner, and honky. Damn, Dr. Dostep. Old school honky. Uh, Old school. (laughs) The correct answer actually is black. He was a black man. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. They took the black man's check. Yeah, he he got a picture. Yeah. Well, we have to know what color was the salesman. Yeah, right. That's the real question. I put now. I put his picture in the chat. It wouldn't take the picture, but if you click the link above where Eddie and my head is, it take you to his picture. Um, yeah, he's a black dude. Um, did anybody guess black, Karen? Nope. Wow. Zero people guess black on that. I mean, well, I mean, it is Florida. So you know what I think it was is it was just a super liberal like black people have money why would I even check it? Dude. I thought it was a, it was a brother trying to hook him up. Yeah, yeah, a brother getting fired trying to help him out. Um, well, he's under say sales his goals. Name is Todd. Why folks be named Todd? Not that <laughs> many, but we Andy and I know one. All right, that's, well, makes, it made the white noise app. Todd, hello, Cool J, James Todd Smith. I mean, that's what uh, that's what Ty Neal is trying right. to say. It James goes both Todd ways, Smith. though. Like you know, but yeah. I know a guy. Yeah, we know a guy named Todd. Let's, I've known white dudes. I've known several white dudes named Todd. All right, everybody's zero for one. Let's. You listen. know what? You know what? I've never known a black guy to write a hundred nine thousand dollars check. That's true. I've never known that. <laughs> At least you know what? No, 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 that's not true. You know one. He's like, you, ain't, you look like he's you ain't never older brother. <laughs> Randolph, you ain't never known nobody that would take a brother's no. hundred and nine thousand dollar check. No, no, I don't move you, in those circles. You might have known somebody that had the audacity to try it, but you ain't never met nobody that was like, "Yeah, we don't need to run this by the bank." Uh, good luck. <laughs> have fun. Have fun with the Porsche, sir. Here's our second article. It was really heartwarming. It it changed my life. I'm never gonna forget him, and neither will my daughter. She's head over heels with him. It was a chance encounter between a mom who's fallen on hard times and an officer who felt compelled to go above and beyond the call of duty. This is a great story. Instead of giving her a ticket for having her daughter in the back seat without a booster seat, he did something very special. Fox 17, Janice Allen is here now with the story and the mom's reaction to a traffic stop that definitely wasn't routine. Janice? Yeah, far from routine, guys. What happened on that stop is still shocking to Alexis DiLorenzo. She'd hit a rough patch going through some tough times and instead of getting a ticket, she got a bit of help and a lot of hope. Take a look. I was in a spot where I could help her. 
Emmett Township Public Safety Officer Ben Hall had been out on patrol Friday when he got the call. There was a young child that didn't uh, have a car seat and was standing around in the vehicle. Young mom Alexis DiLorenzo was in the vehicle, her friend behind the wheel, and her five-year-old daughter in the back without a booster seat. The first response was, oh crap, we're going to get a ticket. We were freaking out the whole time. I told my daughter, just sit still, be patient. Just like Alexis feared, Officer Hall pulled them over. She admitted she's wrong, and she explained to me that she recently fell upon hard times. She explained that her own car had been repossessed with her daughter Honor's booster seat still in it. Another hit during the last few months of tough times. We're living paycheck to paycheck, hand to mouth, borrowing money from friends, just scraping by, just barely. The officer's response and what happened next on that traffic stop is something she never expected. And he goes, well, meet me at Walmart in 15 minutes. That's where Officer Hall decided to buy her daughter a booster seat to keep her safe. A ticket doesn't solve the situation. Uh, what solves it is the child being in a booster seat like she should be. Is the easiest 50 bucks I ever spent. Both Alexis and her daughter couldn't believe it. I'm really almost at a loss for words because he really didn't have to do that. She can't thank Officer Hall enough, not only for not giving her a ticket, but also for giving her some much-needed hope. He did his job and above and beyond that just to protect a little girl and to help a family that can't help themselves right now. This is something that you know anybody in this in the same position in our position would do. If I did it, I could do it again. I'd do it over again. What oh a my great gosh. story that officer says he does not expect to be paid back at all. Alexis was so inspired by what he did. She says that she wants to pay it forward as soon as she gets back up on her feet and to help somebody else. Just like yeah. some that yeah. officer helped great her. Great insight into uh, some of the people that mm -hmm. are behind those badges. Yeah, and a great guy. You heard him say he would do it all over oh again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's totally wonderful. Selfless. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Three local swim teams. All right, guys. Guess the race. <laughs> guess the race of Lexi De Lorenzo. The woman who got helped. She's white, but Italian. Tell uh -huh. by her voice. What about you, uh, Eddie? Yeah, I think she's she's light enough to qualify for white on the on the color chart. Uh -huh. um, and I think he was trying to hook that up. That was what was actually going on. <laughs> uh, what the sounds chat, like? The chat room says uh, cop who wanted to prove he was one of the good ones, Officer Mozzarella. I said oh. guess the race of the mom. Okay, guys. Yeah, we know the cop. cop yeah. You heard him talk. He talks yeah, white. Yeah, you heard him yeah. talk. She white. Uh, mother's white. Mom, police, and kid were I am. Wait. God damn it. It's, let me go back up to the top. Uh, mom, police, and kid wore I am Darren Wilson t-shirts. White police get free gifts from cops at Walmart. Black people get gunfire. Oh, uh, white, white people. Okay. One who loses their words with the police. Uh, loses their words with the police and that didn't end with gunshots. White. This is Mayberry, where no blacks live. Andy Griffin. Oh, well, damn. White people's sad song full of privilege to help white. White, so much consideration and care, so much humanity recognized, so goddamn white. Wash my cold black soul and her precious white tears. She is still free, white. Pre <laughs> precious white woman and <laughs> child. I don't know why that one got me so much, man. Precious white woman and child. Uh, from Magical Negress. White. She only had one baby, not in a car seat, white. <laughs> the cop was her daughter's uncle dad, white. She better be glad that Walmart trip, uh, to meet the cop wasn't a meth scene, white. 
Oh. Uh, she let she light skin. The greatest cause of white privilege in the history of white privilege. One who molests children while eating cheese sandwiches and reading Seventh Heaven script. Damn. Oh my. She was screw face at the St. Louis Symphony at the one seventeen <laughs> marking marker. Uh the correct answer is white. Everybody has redeemed themselves. Yeah, you guys both redeemed yourselves. One person missed it in the chat. All right, let's go to the bonus round. Where's my bonus round music? Uh, here we go. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, it's double the points, double the race for the bonus round of Guess the Race. So far, both of our contestants are one and one. Looking to pull ahead with this next guest of race. And the chat room is all over the place. All right. Here we go. Let's see. What do we want to talk about next? Um, A man punched a one-year-old girl in the face mm, after, having, after having sex with her mama because oh, the baby wouldn't shut up. Oh. Mm-hmm. What, was the baby there during the sex? It must have been. The baby wouldn't stop crying for the mom when when the mom went to take a shower. Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah. Marquise Cummings, 24. Oh, my God. Mm. Are, we, are we judging him? Is that, is that what we're doing? <laughs> yep. Yep. It's him. Marquise oh. Cummings, 24, told Ohio police that he lost his temper when the baby continued crying for her mother and he punched the child with a closed fist, causing yeah. physical, serious physical harm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The incident occurred on Monday evening when Cummings of Toledo visited the home of 20 year old mother of the young victim. Yeah. Investigators yeah. said they heard the mom, that the mom took the daughter into a different room so she and Cummings could have some privacy. Yeah. Cummins and the baby mother both informed investigators that they are sexual partners only, according to Detective Lawrence A. Uh, Anderson. So it was uh, friends with benefits, I guess. Yeah, fuck buddies. Mm-hmm. After sex, the mother had a shower while Cummins went downstairs to drink, get a drink, taking the baby with him. When she would not stop crying for her mother, Cummins struck the little girl in the right side of her face. The exact injuries inflicted on the one-year-old were not made public, but Cummings was charged with felonious assault, and bail was initially set at $75,000. Uh, guess the race of Marquise Cummings. Are we really going to guess? You are really going to guess. Are we? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Yep. He was... Adrian, are we the Adrian Peterson School of, of <laughs> Child Rearing? <laughs> are we guessing this? <laughs> Adrian Peterson didn't go close fist. I mean, this dude was just probably spanking the mother yeah. 20 minutes earlier than that. Right. He's he familiar a... with the concept of spanking. His fist is probably as big as the baby's head. Right. Come on, man. He wasn't out of spanking mode. I hope, I hope when they got his ass in jail, I hope they, man. So I guess that's, that's how we we wish rape on people, on dudes like this. We, mm-hmm. we literally do. Like, they, go, right. they got your ass in prison. Uh, sound like you're sex crime shaming him, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, are you baby? Yeah. Are you really gonna baby punch shame this man? Yeah. yeah. 
I'm, I'm with you 100%. Shame him. Uh, yes, so, yes. Randall, what do you, uh, race are you guessing for Marquise Collins? God, I just, I just feel bad that I have to say he's black. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad that I have to say that. What about you, Andy? No choice. Well, There's no way I think- he's not. I'm more curious about the race of the mother. He's he's black. The baby's black and blue. I think the mother is white. <laughs> I would. I, I don't think they could put the baby's picture in there. But if they could, I, I would love to see it. Um. All right, let's check the chat room. Future NFL. Future NFL suspension candidate. Oh, what well, damn man! Not my mama. You messing with my mama? Milf loving spook. The black man that had sex with wait what? Uh, the black man that had sex with young Sir Big Smoke a Lot's mama. (laughs) (laughs) He had sex with my mama. Why? Adrian Peterson, black as the right side of that poor baby's face. Postcoital Kool Aid was grape black. (laughs) Did he shout World Star? Yeah, he got it on tape. Got it on tape. Uh, He probably didn't tape it in landscape either. A, a black man. I hate you too, little nigga. Snoop from Baby Boy Black. <laughs> she must have. She must have come in the shower while the baby is crying. Black. Graduated summa cum laude of the Ike Turner School of Obedience. Black. Oh. Has an incredible forty time to match the strength of his Ray Rice quality. Shrukin. Uh, Deacon Jones for babies. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it served two purposes. When you go upside, oh man, or baby's head. Blacker than Charlie Murphy's bone barrel. Damn. Damn. Charlie Murphy was, uh, replied to me on Twitter today. It made my day. Nice. Didn't I tell you them janky ass kids give me bad luck? Black. Oh, <laughs> Put a little nigga a drink. Definitely uh, gonna stick this janky ass to the motherfucker here. Weak ass brother couldn't even knock out a one year old. That is pretty bad. Because it would have been better. Uh, Robin, Harris, <laughs> Robin Harris and Bernie Mac all rolled up into one rapper that smells of black and miles and hot Cheetos. And Willie D, everyone guessed the same thing, and everyone's Ooh, right. Yes. It was black. How sad is that that we didn't even... You guys it was Marquise. Yeah, it was Marquise that... Is, Marquise is a big one. Yeah, it was that Marquise. We don't know the woman, though, the mother, right? We don't know her race. Nah, we don't know her race, man. They have yes, sev- yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. I think, she, I think she's white. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, they have several pictures of him up on uh, from obviously from his social media sites. Uh, I'll put them up, but. Uh, I mean, oh, look, look at this motherfucker. You let this dude come to your house and be yeah. around your kid. Yeah. Like, you yeah. should go to jail, too, just for... Like, I know you don't blame the victim, but the baby is the victim. Your ass <laughs> need to go to jail. What is wrong with you? Let they got his ass in prison. Punching him. What? <laughs> hey, you man. Know, we all know how they feel about prison. And go, come here, man. Let me talk to you for a right. second. Let me tell you like this here. I like, like you, <laughs> and I want you. you. We can do this the easy way, easy or the hard way. way. We can do this the hard way. I just, I just want to, I just want to hear that conversation. It was like, what you in for? <laughs> oh man, I beat the fuck out of a baby. Baby wouldn't stop crying, dog. <laughs> All right, last story. It's tied up. Maybe this will be the one that breaks it. A mother of a four-year-old was arrested after her daughter. Brought heroin into a daycare and began passing it out to other children. 
Troopers were called to Hickory Tree Child Care Center uh, at 11.45 a.m. Monday after daycare workers observed some children with small bags of an unknown substance. Sure Did the children hair on? <laughs> <laughs> the white powdery, they were like, I got that WMD. The white powdery substance, which was still enclosed in the bags, was removed by the teachers and immediately taken to Shelbyville, Selbyville Police Department, where it was determined to be heroin. Heron. Police say a four-year-old girl unknowingly brought small bags of heroin into the childcare in a backpack that her mother gave her after hers had become ruined by the family pet sometime in the night. Upon hmm. thinking the package was candy, she began passing around to her classmates. Well, that's nice of her to share. Oh. Several children who came in contact with the unopened bags were transported to an area of hospitals at, as a precautionary measure. They were released after being examined. A total of 249 bags of heroin weighing 3.735 grams were located in the backpack. That backpack was full. The mother of the, mm -hmm, the mother of the girl is 30 year old Ashley Toll of Selbyville. She was interviewed and taken into custody. She was charged with maintaining a drug property and three counts of endangering the welfare of a child. Police say Toll has two additional children, a nine-year-old boy and an 11-year-old girl who live in her home along with a four-year-old girl. Wow. She's got three drug mules. <laughs> right. Uh, she was released on six thousand secure six thousand dollars secure bond. No contact order was uh, also set in place for the three children, so she can't talk to her kids. All of who are in custody with a relative. Detectives are continuing to investigate the case, and more charges may be filed against the rest of Ashley Toll. I actually am going to re re recuse myself from this one because I know the race. Oh, all right. Uh, I checked into the, I checked into this story today. Okay, what about you, Ed? Do you know? I'm going white for two reasons. Mm -hmm. One, the daycare is called like Hickory Tree. Mm -hmm. uh, it sounds very white. And two, uh, they have a family pet. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Brenda's baby black living just enough for the city. <laughs> white people. Black woman that needs to review her business plan. Homegirl that said rock a ball, baby. Oh. Well, you know, New Jack City was crack. That's Vanessa L. Williams. Mm-hmm. Kid. Rock a baby. Kid, whatever happened to her? Kid not Rock afraid. <laughs> right. That was it. She shot that one Jamaican in the head. Kid not afraid to touch their mother's stuff as white as the finest china. Oh. Lowest bell ever white. Imagine the look on their faces at the drug dealer with diapers in the black bag. Black. Black kid would have been stopped and frisked before getting to school. <laughs> a child that raised that bird man dealing with BG and Turk business model. Life is like a bag of powder. You never know what you're going to get. White. First time is free. Children. White. 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 AIDS inventor. White. <laughs> how, are we, how are we just getting the AIDS inventor? It really is 798 episodes, guys. One who gets the Ebola vaccine white, Ebola distributor, and white black white black mama would have wait, white. Black mama would have noticed her inventory was gone. The correct answer is actually black. black. She was oh. black. So Andy missed it. Saw the story. <laughs> And the chat room got it. Well, some of you got it. Most of y'all missed it. Uh, but yeah, um, that is it. I'm not going to count it as a win for Randolph because I feel like Randolph had to accuse himself. I was out of that one. Yeah, so I feel like that is uh, so, so we're gonna end it in a tie. tie. I guess we'll go yeah. with a tie here. Um, 
<laughs> I have plenty of stories that could break the tie, um, but we, we, we've been going for quite a long while, and we had that break, so I don't want to keep these men no, any longer than I have to. Not heroin, Joe Spacely. Heron. Heron. Blacks pushing heroin now? No, heron. We always push heron. At that Amsterdam? Amsterdam? Um, <laughs> all right, and, uh, of course, we have sword ratchetness. Of course. Somebody fighting at a kitchen table. Yeah, it's not like the buffet at Golden Corral, but <laughs> right, right, people fighting to get up, <clears throat> get up a, there. A sword welding man was arrested in East Greenbush. A duel between a Toyota Camry and a man welding a World War II green Germ- wait German saber ended badly on Monday night. Uh, uh I know not for the Toyota. You, you know what's crazy? This is like the second dude that fucked up a car with a sword. The fuck are they doing now? <laughs> It's like a yeah. new trend. Well, that's just a way to get at you, to get at your sword, to get at your car. Mm. The you rear, a rear tire was punctured, and Matthew Duell, 22 of Columbia Turnpike, was uh, ended up in the jail. The 22-inch vintage sword is now in police custody. Weird. Really weird. It's one for the book, said Chief Chris Lavin. Well, I take that back. The the Toyota did get the business. My bad. Uh, he the his his duel arose from an argument with an acquaintance in his driveway. When Duell wasn't winning in the verbal altercation, maybe he was arguing with a gay man or a black woman. Who knows? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, he was losing the verbal altercation. Though. <laughs> He's like, why did I start arguing with this fat black woman? I. Why does she of, clap every time she says something? Yeah, I was out of my depth. She's clapping on beat. I can't take it. Yeah. <laughs> when Duel wasn't winning in the verbal altercation, he went into the garage and emerged with a 1939 German officer's sword in his hand. Woo. So you know he's definitely racist. Because who keeps that? <laughs> oh, I would like the Nazi swords. Because that's the time they was killing the Jews. I collect these. Uh, he's like the dude in Falling Down and shit that he went into that store. Uh, it has all kinds of German symbols of an officer. It's a German military sword from 1939. It has all the images that will blow your, boil your blood, said Lavin of the Nazi era saber. Uh, officer Nicholas Peter arrived on the scene as several calls were received reporting to melee. Peter arrested Duell, who was charged with criminal possession of a weapon of criminal mischief. Duell was arraigned before town, town justice Kevin Engel and sent to county jail in lieu of $2,500 bond. A stay-away order of protection was issued to keep him away from the other man. Well, what about the car? Yeah, well. <laughs> the car lost already, the tire. The car's already dead, so. <laughs> yeah, keep him away from me, motherfucker. He fucked my tire up. Might come back. Uh, and lastly, a robber brandishing a decorative sword as his weapon appears to have knocked off a second convenience store within three days. Ah! The sword bandit is on the loose, guys. Apparently so. State police said a robber with a sword entered Redner's Quick Mart in Bethel Township, Lebanon County, around 11.40 p.m. Sunday. The robber ordered the clerk to open a cash register and then grabbed an undisclosed amount of money and fled on foot. Ironically, I would be more scared of a sword than a gun. See, I think unless he's dressed like Ninja Gaiden, I, I would probably not be worried about a, a robber with a sword. You know, mm. you could you could get away from that dude. See, I feel like the dude with the sword is more desperate than the dude with the, You know what I mean? 
Like, I don't know why, but it's like the you got dude. One chance, one opportunity. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like B Rabbit Neymar. Yeah. Like, dude with a gun, I feel like, you know, wanted an efficient plan. Dude with a sword didn't think this through. By the way, this is what he was dressed like, Andy. So I'm not so sure you wouldn't be scared, too. The motherfucker looked like. He's there for the robbery. He's there for the cosplay <laughs> yeah. at that point. He looked like, ah! he looked like he could be Ryu to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> You just got done playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the robber ordered the clerk to open the cash register to grab an undisclosed amount of money and fled on foot. You know what I wonder when this shit happens? Like, if it's an undisclosed amount of money, you think a clerk ever, like, pockets a 20? Because I would. <laughs> well, he like, got all of it, yeah. Yeah, get took 20 from me. Well, you they know? know that comes to being recorded, so odds are they probably wouldn't. Like I was just like, "Oh no, he got me!" and cry over I don't the register. Understand how you? Man, I know a little bit about swords. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you rob somebody with a sword. You gotta if you're behind a counter. I mean, the whole way of robbing somebody with a gun is that I can shoot you from way over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here's how you a sword is for in close killing. Here's how you rob somebody with a sword. It ain't they money. Right. <laughs> so fuck it. I, yeah, I can see that. I need a whole goddamn register. I'm, I make five fifty. You can write me a note saying you're going to rob the place, and I'm like, here's the money. Right. Yeah. You could just had a butter you, knife. You, you right. Yeah, unless you run into an Ethiopian cash, cashier, you're not getting shit. Right. Every once in a while, you run into... Ethiopians are ride or die for the money. For the, <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, you will run into that motherfucker that will die for somebody else's money. But in general, you could be pretty safe walking into these... Hole in the wall places like giving the money because most people ain't dying for no five fifty an hour dog. Mm-hmm. The suspect is described as a tall white man with a medium build, dark colored eyes, in his early twenties. He was wearing a gray cloth over his head, and only the part of his face was exposed. He was wearing a long sleeve gray shirt under his black t shirt, blue jeans, and light colored sneakers and gray gloves. A robber with a similar description, also with a decorative sword, bust into the Valero gas station 3 a.m. on Friday. He got away with hundreds of dollars. Stay yes, police. This is, this is his, this is his Robin outfit. He's right. Like his, it's his Robin hard. uniform. He got it off layaway, man. <laughs> he was excited about it. Had to show it off. I'm gonna be robbing these motherfuckers on May 15th. In style. Wait till you see what I got on. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, man. Check out Three Guys On, man. It's on yes. iTunes. It's on Stitcher. Uh, great show. Uh, you know, if, even when they have guests, it's always great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have some of the best guests. Uh, always like either up and coming comedians or established comedians. And, uh, you know, very fun show. Uh, it is. As I've written when I wrote, when I wrote into them, man, it always feels like Tim is the calm down while we were talking about this, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Andy seems to have done his research and knows all the facts of the story. And Randolph is a reactionary, like, man, fuck this shit. Let's just go right in immediately with how I feel. And it always works out in the end, and mm-hmm. it's always entertainment, man. Uh, one, of the, one of the few shows I listen to the day it comes out. So, like, if it comes out on Thursday, I've listened to that shit by Thursday night. So uh, uh, make sure you guys follow them on Twitter at 3GuysOn, 3GuysOn.com, mm-hmm. um, I believe. And there's no... Like Ebonics and shit, no numbers. Nope. Just three guys on spelled all the way out. Um and uh yeah, we appreciate you guys being here, man. No, yeah, we thanks for having us. You for having us man. We no problem. Do, we do. had some technical difficulties, but we fought through it. Yep. Do either you <laughs> got do either you guys any guys got anything you 
either one of you guys, I think Karen's going to ask, either one of you guys got anything you want to promote, right. any upcoming dates? We have yeah, a lot of I fans. I will be at the, like I said, I'm at the D.C. Improv on Connecticut Avenue in D.C. starting tomorrow night. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday, one show on Sunday. Who went on Thursday? So come on out. Uh, if you're in the area, I'll be there. I'm uh, the feature act. That's the act in the middle for uh, Tammy Pescatelli. It's going to be a great show. Come on through. Come and, on through. I will be in Fredericksburg, Virginia on Saturday, the 18th of October, 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock, headlining uh, coolcowcomedy.com. They're, they're the ones putting on the show. And then Sunday, I'll be in Frederick, Maryland on the 19th uh, at uh, 8 o'clock at the cellar door in Frederick. Cool, man. And go to our sponsor, uh, Shadow Dog Productions. And like I said, they are promoting on Spotify and iTunes. Vanelle's Magnificent Seven, who has her own, uh, Vanelle is an actress that has her own audio plays for, um, um, either purchase or just listening on Spotify. So check that out. We'll be back Saturday with our feedback show. Until then, Karen, I love you. I love you too. Mwah.